Roscoe. I shall not fear no man but God. Though I walk through the valley of death. Back in elementary, I thrived on misery. Left me alone, I grew up amongst a dime breed. Pac loved the elementary, the century, the DC. He loved them lives. You me. All the headed nations stand up. Yeah. <laughs> We're bringing it back. LeBron, come join us, man. It's cool to be bald again, bro. Let it go, LeBron. Tupac did it. MJ did it. Charles Barkley did it. Rick Ross doing it. You can be bald and have a beard, man. I know I don't. You know why I'm playing this song? Why? So September 9th, or no, it was September 7th. I want to say September 7th. This um, back in '96 was the day he got shot. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, and he uh, he ended up dying. He, he died six days later. Mm. Supposedly. Oh yeah, you believe? Yeah, conspiracy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what 21 years ago i think uh, i'm bad with math man we embarrassing ourselves trying to add this shit i want to say it's like nah it's like 24 years ago yeah yeah 25 24. yeah yeah close Man. I guess I remember that um, day. I hope that's right. I hope we don't just embarrass ourselves with our math here. But. Yeah, I remember that day when it happened, man. I was a kid. Like I knew who Tupac was and all that, and I remember my parents like devastated. <laughs> and um, and they was like, "Man, I hope he make it. I hope he make it." And I remember the radio stations. We used to listen to the radio heavy, and I remember them playing Tupac all day long. And then the day he died, man, everybody was devastated. Yeah. Shit was crazy, man, because I, I think I always I think people thought that Biggie was throwing shots when he did that interview after Pac died. And he said, you know, when, when Pac got shot, he was like, you know, again. But he uh, figured that he was gonna make it. Like we all, we all, we was all kind of used to Pac getting shot. Yeah, I think we all knew, and I was very young at the time. But even then, I didn't think he was gonna die. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's probably gonna pull through, make another diss track, and it's gonna be good. But and apparently, in the beginning, he was doing okay. He was conscious. He was talking. Yeah, but six, apparently six things days went later. south pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, that was six days later. Yeah, that's the CIA getting the, the papers ready. Yeah. <laughs> Following the documentation and sending to Cuba. Yeah. Before getting shot. Nah. RIP Pac, man. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time, man. Yeah. It's going to be. It's weird knowing that there are grown ass people out here who weren't alive when Tupac was born, but was yeah. here. Yeah. Like adult, full on adults <laughs> who never oh, lived. I was only like three or four. Yeah, you're a little baby. When he, when he passed away. Little baby. Yeah, I was like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was like eight. I wanna say eight, nine. <laughs> so I was uh, what? I don't even want to think about how old I was, man. I know yeah. I was not even I think I was in middle school, but yeah. Long time ago, man, but RIP Pac, man. Yeah, shit's been crazy, but we have we gonna lighten things up, man. I know we had a very down and depressing podcast last time yeah. because Jack Chadwick Boseman had just died 
And we all were kind of feeling like, uh, and then all the racial shit was going on. So he was like, we going to bring y'all up, man. We going to bring up the energy. We going to have a fun, lighthearted podcast today, man. A whole lot to get into and talk about and break down. And also, we, of course, have the lovely Jasmine joining us again. So (laughs) we're definitely going to have a good podcast today, man. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We didn't. We miss you, too, man. The guest has been great. Y'all been killing it. Yes. And and Jasmine never really left. She's been behind the scenes um, helping out with the podcast a lot as well. A lot of social media things you see, a lot of things getting posted. That's her doing. So Jasmine's still on the team, man. She ain't leave us. She's still she's still here in spirit. Yeah, (laughs) She's been doing a lot of shit. So, yeah, we appreciate it. We're glad to have you back. So first off, before we get into all the topics and shit, how you been, girl? How you been living? Uh, I've been good. Just taking everything day by day. Um. You know, 2020 has been a wild one for everyone. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that's the answer you give your parents, girl. Like, like what, what, what's <laughs> really been going on, Jasmine? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've just been chilling. Just, you know, I'm not working right now. So, I've just been um, trying to regroup, get myself together, figure out what my next steps are while okay. also uh, figuring out what I like and what I don't like. And, you know, okay. And honestly, <laughs> taking it easy. Okay. Making sure that I'm uh, eating right. I've been going for walks, daily walks. That's that's, that's good. important. Meditating and thinking and all of that. So uh, I definitely encourage it. But honestly, I just been chilling okay. at home, like everybody. Ash is still at home, so it's not like we've been we've been this way since March. Mm. So nothing's really like changed. Okay, that's good. We're trying to get Jasmine to sell drugs, but she don't want to. So, <laughs> okay, that's all good. Sell drugs so, you know, get- I have to do the the bi-yearly, bi-annual uh, DM check to see if they open. So, the DM's open right now. Girl, what's going on with your love um, life? No, they're not open. They're mm. just, you know, Uh-oh. I'm doing my thing, you know? I'm chilling. Uh, I don't think that I have the time or the energy. <laughs> I have plenty of time. I just don't. I don't want no. Please don't do. It. <laughs> so you don't have the energy to be taken out to lunch, to be bought We're things, go to be. We all need to stay put. <laughs> hey, you can social distance at a nice restaurant. Those are that's still true. open. So I feel I feel like that's the biggest. Uh, that's one of the biggest excuses now that you can use. Saying, it's great. It, I yeah, love it because if you if you <laughs> like the person, you'll be like, yeah, we it. could go. But if you don't, nah, you know what? I'm chill out. This Corona, man, is is getting real. So now nah, I ain't going nowhere. So that's like a perfect excuse now in 2020. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still be safe out there. But honestly, this is probably the last month or so that you can probably get in any activity because but once flu season hits, it's a wrap. Like I'm not going anywhere at all. Like so. Yeah, it's going to be rough. That's also a good excuse to have a apartment date or, or a house date, whatever. <laughs> have a girl come over and be like, eh, hey, I'm cook from, I can cook for you, girl, but I ain't going to go out, you know, Corona, you know, so <laughs> you got to come over and we'll see what happens. But, <laughs> but on the Netflix and shit, but. Man. So how yeah. have y'all been? Um, you know. Biggie, how you been, bro? Oh, come on. Don't try to stay away from me. <laughs> no, this is what Ryan going to do. He going to say, oh, yeah, how you been, all this other stuff. 
After and that, then we gonna get right into. All right, the let's get to this new music. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all, let's get into these topics. But, nah, <laughs> nah, I, 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 I would actually, never do that. Yeah, I actually been cool though. I just been working hard, getting ready for the um for the um Texans season. They play Thursday. So um, just a lot of moving parts going with that. And, um, yeah, I've just been chilling. I've been staying at home. <laughs> okay, okay. Good to hear, man. Good to hear, man. So as far as me, I'm actually pretty depressed right now, man. I'm down in dumps. You know, I'm not doing too good right now. And you want to know why? Why? Because Big Sean released a new album <laughs> this week. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that now. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> big, big Sean Move. released Detroit 2. And just when we finally thought he maybe retired to go live on a ranch with Janae Aiko, growing sage, whatever the fuck they're doing, uh, he came back to the music industry. He's back recording music, him and J. Cole, unfortunately. So. <laughs> See, I haven't been it. here. Look at him. He just wants to Look at him. Just disrespectful. Right out the gate. Like, this is what I've been missing. <laughs> Had to get some J. Cole slander in there, too, man. <laughs> but uh, so, so Big Sean did drop a new album, man. Um, I will admit I haven't heard it yet, but I want to hear what y'all think because y'all's opinion means a lot to me. And if y'all enjoyed it, I will give it a try. But I'm not a big Sean fan. I'll admit that much. I never thought he was really, very, really good at all. Like, I didn't understand the hype behind him. But I want to hear what y'all think about it and give it a fair shot. So we'll start with you, Jasmine. You're a big Sean, Janae Aiko stan. So how do you feel about this album? Is it any good? Um, yes, I thought it was really good. Um, being a fan, I know that he's gone through some things. They've gone through some things. Like, he's. He, it's been a while since he's released some music, like a project at least. So I thought that it, it was really good. There was a lot of Hit Boy uh, production on this, and coming off the Nas album, I just I'm I, I've Hit Boy's been around, but I'm just like, man, this man is on. Like he is great. Like I love his production. So um, I think Big Sean, he did he did really well. Um, the first track, Why Would I Stop, was really good. Lucky Me. I don't know if y'all listen to Deep Reverence with uh Nipsey. Yeah, we even, about yeah, that when he yeah. I forgot to talk about that last week too. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, that was that one was good. It was interesting to hear it in sequence of the album. I liked it in sequence of the al- in the album versus uh as a single. Mm. But um he had some good my least favorite track I would say were probably Wolves with uh Post Malone. Um it was all right. It was more it, it was definitely like a pop pop record, popish record, they play it on, you know, mix and different places like that, maybe. Um, body language, it was cool, but it was literally, uh, all they did was take, play no games and, like, add a couple of elements. Like the Lil John song? Uh, play no games with the Big Sean song from uh, Dark Sky Paradise with oh, Chris okay. Brown and Ty Dolla Sign. They took that beat and just, like, you know. Redid it. Kind of added some elements to oh, it, okay. but it was literally the same song for me. Mm. but just with Janae instead of Chris Brown. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know if it's because I heard something similar to it already that that's why I didn't like it because obviously I love them together. So <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he had some a few stories on there with Dave Chappelle and Erica Badu and Stevie Wonder, which I thought were all really, really good stories. They were relevant. 
rocket, you would probably say that uh, <laughs> Eric Badu's story was wild and just like, it was very her. <laughs> but it was good. And he had a few other songs that I really liked. I liked um, Lithiana, I guess that's how you say it, with uh, Travis Scott, of course. Um, Full Circle was good. He had a song with um, 2088. I imagine that they're going to have a um, sequel coming soon, hopefully. What is 2088? What is that? Um, him and Janae's group that they have together. Oh, is it just them two? Like that whole album together. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But um, other than that, I thought it was good. Uh, Still I Rise is really good with Dom Kennedy. It was very Dom Kennedy at the end. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a good project. I thought it was a good comeback project for him. And um, he was in a good space. He was really talking to us. Um, really like really really on some holistic and um, different vibes for a rapper for sure so uh i thought it was good it was right up my alley but um i don't know being honest i don't know that i would go back to um a lot of tracks some of them were just i think for me it was just the wild factor of hearing it um because it, you know it was new music but i don't know if i'll go back and look at any. a few tracks Okay, I didn't know Hit Boy did production on it. Now I'm kind of intrigued yeah, because I think he did a great job on that Nas album. And so, I talked now. about, I kind of downplayed the body language song, which I think he produced. But I mean, other other than that, every the other tracks that I uh, recognized that was him, he, I, I enjoyed. It. Okay, yeah. I'm intrigued now. I actually probably give this a listen because I didn't know he did production on this too. So. Yeah. Big big month for him, honestly. Oh yeah. Um, from the Nas yeah, album to this, yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. He's really come back with a vengeance. <laughs> so, Figgy, I know you heard the album too, man. What was your thoughts on it? Um, I I thought the album was alright. I'm I'm not saying this mm-hmm. was the album of the year or anything like that, but I think the first part of the album started off pretty strong. The the um the intro, why would I stop? I like that song. Um, I thought that was a nice little kit to the album or start to the album lucky me is probably my favorite song off, off the album this is the song i keep going back to i got it on repeat um i thought that was dope how the beat switched up and all this other stuff uh flow the flow on there was dope um deep reverence uh i've been playing that song for <laughs> since it dropped and um it's, it's crazy how nipsey sound like the music he left behind man like it's it sounds so current and up to date, and uh, that to me the verse I I don't even get the Big Sean's verse honestly I just keep replaying Nipsey part, but um, that song is hard. Um, the, I like harder than my demons. I thought that was a cool song. Um, what else? Um, I like the Travis Scott song. But outside of that, I felt like towards the mid, like once it got to the middle of the album, first of all, the the album was 21 songs. So that's, to me, that was way too long. But uh, I felt like after maybe, maybe 12, then it started fading out a little bit. I kind of got a little bored. But I think this was a solid project. The, The Friday Night Cypher, that song, I listened to maybe two verses on here. Because this song is like nine minutes, and it's like every Detroit artist ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, once I realized how long it was, I tuned out. <laughs> I, like I'm not in the mood to hear a cipher. 
So I didn't even get the Eminem part. I didn't even know Eminem was on there. Oh, wow. He was the last, was the last uh, one to go. Royce, if I'm not, he, he had the best. Really? Well, he had my favorite verse. Okay, yeah, I, um, I heard Big Sean's, um, T Grizzly, Cash Doll, and then um, I want to say I got to somebody else, but uh, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Detroit style rapping, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the way Big Sean rap or Royce the Five. Now I'm talking about the 2020 Detroit style, the T Grizzly. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that, so I t- that's one of the reasons I tuned out as well, but um. Outside of that, I think the the track that really stuck out to me was "Lucky Me." I, I play that on repeat. I don't know how you feel about the Jasmine, but yeah, to, no, that yeah, no, it the beat the beat switch up was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It, and then um, I don't know if it was just a wow factor to me, but it took me a minute to realize that um, the ver like the beat switch that verse was the same. Oh, really? I don't know if it was the hook and the beat switch up is the same. But like initially, I was like, "Man, this man is snapping." But then I went back, like listening to it again. I was like, "Oh, he's just repeating the same thing he initially said." But it was still a really good song. Yeah. I don't know who produced. Do you know who produced that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah, but the, uh, that song kind of remind me. It kind of put me in the um, Meek Mill intro, the uh, Dreams yeah. and Nightmares vibe a little bit. So um, to me, that's to me that's the best song going here. I ain't really hear nobody talk about that song, which is weird. Uh, everybody yeah. been throwing out I, the I, other I song. I thought it was one of the best songs too. And then um, also, which was it? Full Circle. Full Circle was really good. Um, and dang, which one was the one that Wale was on? Uh, Guard Your Heart. Oh, okay. Really okay. Good. Yeah. Well, he had Anderson a lot Pat. of songs that. Um, you had to be paying attention, like at the beginning, because he like brought them back. But, like he made it all make sense at the end. I don't know what that's called, but if there's a technical term for that. But he okay. like he started. It was like a not necessarily a story or him telling a story, but you you definitely had to be paying attention to get the the, the meaning of the song. At the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But overall, I would probably give this album up maybe a five out of ten. Ooh. Yeah. Is that is that rough? I mean, I think on the out of ten average, seven would be average. Really? Five okay. is like below average. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, See, I, it depends on how you define five out of ten, but I, I would say seven out of ten is an average album. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't even because it's it's maybe two or three songs I would go back to on here. Okay. Like, so I'm yeah, not, five sounds about right. I'm, then. Yeah, I'm not saying that you know all these songs are whack. They're mm-hmm. they're good songs, but I don't you know to me a good a great song is when you get goosebumps. Have you have you listened to music and get those goosebumps when you listening in the headphones? Like to me, um, the only songs that gave me those were the um, Lucky Me and the Deep Reverence. Okay, everything else was like all right, it's a cool song, it's a cool song, but I don't see myself doubling back to this album. Okay, so it sounds like this album won't make me a big Sean fan, <laughs> but it also sounds like there's some good production and some a couple of good songs at least on here. So I will still give it a shot, man. I, I'll, did, you, um, did you like Dark Sky Paradise? By him? Or did you no, I don't think you no, like Big Sean at all. With Kanye and Drake, and, or was it Drake? And, uh, I think that was when I decided I didn't like him. 
So, so, so probably what, not. So what, and that's the one everyone thought. Like a collective answer is that they like that. Mm. So why don't you? So why don't you like Big Sean? Because I know early on in Big Sean's career, a lot of people used to say he sound like Drake. But I guess a lot of people didn't realize that Drake was really inspired yeah, by Big Sean. Took his style. Yeah, I just don't like his corny ass punchlines, man. They never really did it for me. <laughs> I think he has some bars that just sound terrible. Like he's he's one of those rappers who just tries to be too clever sometimes. But some of the shit he says just sounds kind of goofy to me. It's hard to explain, but just whenever I, I hear is, is is like he just is I don't it, know. For it, a good it, example would be like Mercy, you know which he claims he had the best verse on, which we all know ain't true. <laughs> but his verse on that song is garbage, man. Like, it it's really probably garbage. was the worst. Okay, well, it's not garbage, but in terms of memorable, you think of number one, 2 Chains, number two, probably Kanye. Mm -hmm. Even though Kanye is not some lyrical monster, he can at least be, like, entertaining and funny yeah. in a verse. But Big Sean, like, he, he, I don't know. I, I feel like he overrates his skill a little bit. Um, he his punchlines. He's kind of like a black. It, it makes sense because they're from Detroit, but he's kind of like a black Eminem, a little bit to me. But I, I'll give it a shot, man. It sounds like there's some good production and a couple good songs on here, so I will listen and give it a fair chance. But I want to hear what y'all thought first <laughs> before I wasted my, uh, you know, listening energy. <laughs> you ain't so, doing nothing. Uh, listen to it. You ain't doing nothing. Yeah, I ain't doing <laughs> shit anyway. So I'll probably listen to it. Uh oh yeah, the snitch came out with an album too, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I ain't listen. gonna go number one. I went right past that album too. <laughs> huh? Uh, Takashi Six Nine dropped his album, and <laughs> I, 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 man, the machine is fully behind him because I don't know how the fuck he got a New York Times story to be his first interview. And then in the interview, they admit that he's like a fucking a, a child pre sex predator and all this shit he did. And he admits it in this article and they still give him the platform to promote his new album, man. Yeah. Very strange to me. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he has, I don't know who he signed to, but they must be pretty powerful because he has a whole ad campaign out for this shit. Um, yeah. he got the New York Times story, like, and that's and everything he I don't do, get it. like, it, it, this would drive me nuts too. Like, we talk about the girl, uh, I f I forgot the girl. Um, what's the pop star name that don't do shit, but she always get a headline. Um, uh, what the fuck? Oh, is bad that? baby. No, 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 not bad her. Bad Barbie, bad bun. Thank no, you. no, no, no. She a pop star. She she uh, she kind of, oh Billie Eilish Billie Eilish yeah Eilish. yeah her too yeah like like he be getting all these fucking articles like he mm. can sit on Instagram and not say a word and there will be a fucking article about that like I was looking you know when when I was show prepping I was looking at different articles you know going through different sites and like every other story was about him yeah I was just like man like that that is insane man like. I know I know it was all fun and jokes, you know, when he first got out, but I literally don't care about this dude at this point. Yeah. It's very forced at this point, man. And and yeah, we were all interested to see what he would do after he came out, but now that we see that he's on the same bullshit, it's like no nobody cares anymore, man. I, I hope he don't go number one. I have a feeling he might. Yeah. I have a feeling the numbers might get cooked. 
I, I think he I think he might. What, I think he's on track to go number one right now. So no, what's funny is um I think one of the songs he had dropped not that long ago, I guess or the one song that went number one and he was talking all that shit. Mm-hmm. Man, that song dropped so goddamn fast. That song yeah. went from like one to like seventy two. Yeah. And uh I think he ended up deleting his Instagram around that time too. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it'd be interesting, man. And it's it's weird because we still haven't seen nobody really collab with this dude. The only person which was shocking was Akon. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we haven't – like, even the numbers and all this other shit, I feel like people just don't want no parts for some reason. I feel like if he debuts number one, we will see people open up to the possibility of collaborating with him. Because this industry, you know, especially the people at the top, they only care about numbers. I know Nikki will. Oh, Nikki yeah. 100% will. Yeah, that, that she already did a song with him. And then it went from like number one to number 37 or something. Yeah. And did Bro. like the high. Yeah. So what was that song called again? Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That song went from like number one to number 37, like the biggest drop in Billboard history. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think we, we will. But if she he goes number one, we will see people. We will see how thirsty this industry really is yeah. when they start collaborating with Takashi. So we'll see, man. Also, yeah. I heard he was dissing Lil Durk because I guess Lil Durk ain't dropped his album either this weekend. And he was supposed to. So, yeah, this dude, I don't know, yeah, he was all in Chicago at one point. Like, it, I don't know. It's just look goofy now because yeah. he there. But you see, he got a whole army force behind him. Of course. And of course, you have to wonder how he affords all this shit, too, man. It's fucking I'm being conspiracy guy here, man. He he has the machine behind him somehow. I don't know how, Mm -hmm. but no, there's no way after everything he had been through legal fees and all this shit, he can afford to have a 24 seven bodyguard force behind him. You got the Secret Service out there, man. So, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, mm. before we get into topics, man, we ain't heard from you in a while, Jasmine. And I do want to know what you've been bumping lately. What are your favorite projects of the year so far? Um, anything recently that you've really been into? Um, Big Lotto, Mulatto, her project is really, really good. Mulatto, um, what's her, is it Mulatto? What's her name? Mulatto, right? Mulatto. Yeah. But she goes by Big Lotto, so it just depends, um, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, her project is really good. Uh, it's called Queen of the South, and she did a collab. Well, she's been out for a while. She actually was the winner of that. Do y'all remember that Jermaine Dupri show a long time ago? He did that rap show. She yeah. was the winner, but she turned that contract down. Oh, wow. And, um, I honestly don't. I, I don't want to lie. I think she's kind of RCA based on some lyrics I've heard her rap. But um, she turned that down, and now she's kind of like back around and getting her claim to fame, fame again for those that didn't know about her then. And uh, she's really good. She's had some collabs with Boosie. She got a collab with Gucci right now. That's her favorite rapper. And she reminds me of Gucci. She reminds me of a female Gucci man. Like, that's literally how she sounds, her swag, everything about her. Screams. Fat Gucci or vegan Gucci? They're two different rappers. No, fat Gucci. Like, okay. she reminds okay, me of fat cool. Gucci without, okay. without, you know, without her being on drugs and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, not to knock Gucci, but 
Yeah, I love it. I love Mulatto right now. Who else? It's, have I been it's funny. Uh, people keep saying Gucci. She remind me of Yo Gotti for some reason. Really? Yeah, she kind of. Yeah, she kind of the way she rapped her, her, the, uh, her lingo. It kind of mm-hmm. remind me of Yo Gotti as he says Screets. And, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, Gucci do that too, but though. Gucci yeah, too. yeah. But she, yeah, she remind me of Yo Gotti though, like just that real ass rapper. Yeah, <laughs> like I like listening to his raps. I would think he was the realest nigga <laughs> in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she reminds um, me. And then who else? Ken the Man. I don't know if y'all are familiar with her. She's a Houston rapper. She came out with a project not too long ago that was really really good. Um, <laughs> I know a song of hers, a single. She had a single called "Who You Like" that came out like a while ago, and then it like blew up again. And she finally released a project, and it's pretty good. But the female rappers—they've been doing their thing, you know. Yeah. I know y'all not gonna listen to them, but we actually well, talk. I know Rocket's not. We, we actually talk. I, I think you should listen to Mulatto though. I think you might like Mulatto. No, she gives I, me. I actually, um, I think I have not heard her freestyle yet, but I think that um, she gives me like Megan vibes, mm-hmm. like. I think she could be the type of star, like as big of a star as has, that Megan has reached right now. Um, I think she, she could definitely make it there. She has songs with you and stuff too. Yeah, we we actually did a little segment um, um, shouting out the female rappers mm-hmm. in light of the WAP song. I, uh, yeah. We want to know what you think about that too, but uh, in light of the WAP song and people saying how dirty it was and all this other stuff. So yeah. I came up with like five records of. Um, some new female artists that was kind of talking that talk. <laughs> so, uh-huh. But um, uh, I don't know if you heard of this artist called Cupcake. Uh-uh. Oh, man, I, I got to play this song for you. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, the Cupcake, I actually looked her up after that podcast, and I didn't know. She kind of, like, got semi-canceled for some shit she was doing. Uh, <laughs> apparently, she was, like, apparently she'd be super wild at shows. Oh, really? She, yeah, apparently she was doing some show which was like all ages, and oh, <laughs> she took out a dildo or something and started using it on stage and started getting naked and stripping. And I think she might have got kicked off or something, but oh, wow. I think she got like legit kind of lightweight canceled after that shit. But right. yeah, yeah. That, that song was crazy. Yeah, let, I'm gonna play this song for you, Jasmine. I want uh, uh, let me know when to stop. All right. <laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> This song is called Lemon Pepper. I want my pussy hole stretch like the hoops on Nunu. Open up the box like a nigga got new shoes. You want that for a place, so I'm dressed in tutus. And a pussy so tight, like you fucking the Fruit Loop. I get up on that dick, do a split, then Raslo. Mouth stuff with meat like I just ate a gyro. This ain't my little baby, but I'm with him like Rattlo. I'm just milking this nigga. This a full blown cow show. I don't let him run trains, but I let him pull my tracks. Doing doggy style while I eat some scooby snacks. Might take a nap, make a meet it from the back. Said he don't do drugs, but his tongue in my crack. Ain't let a dick hop, call Mona Wait, let me get to the hook real quick. Is she from Louisiana? I think she's from Chicago. Huh. 
Yeah. Wait, okay. let me get to the let me get to the hook real quick. He homer, dog ass nigga crib like vacation. He on so many spots, he one on one Dalmatian. Yeah, he got a bitch who give a fuck if he taking. He a bathurst at all. No bracelet. I'm rubbing on my pussy while he licking my tits. Dying in the pussy like you wet root Chris. I make it disappear, but I'm creating a bitch. She call it 911, reporting his missing dick. And I almost got a bit cause you know my wall side. Neighbors heard me yelling, daddy, fuck me all night. 50k up in the mall, no, nah, we don't ball like designer everything, bitch. Even my come off. White. I suck his dick, he look down, telling me I'm great Eight rounds, turn the bitch, throw the kick, plus eight I put the balls in my mouth, I'm like, hold up, wait <laughs> Man, this ain't how this shit supposed to taste I need some lemon pepper and mouth sauce on that dick Lemon pepper and mouth sauce on that dick If your dick tastes plain, then I'm throwing the fit My pussy only tastes like water, cause you're thirsty as shit I need some lemon pepper and mouth sauce <laughs> Alright <laughs> <laughs> No, I I, brought, I had brought that song up a couple weeks ago because people was so up in arms about the WAP song. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was that vulgar, but I think it's way worse stuff out there than the WAP. Yeah, I see. I saw that whole debate on Twitter for the most part of people just going in on how bad that song was. And I just think that, no, nah, it could be worse. Uh, it could be some the, lemon pepper and hot sauce. The clean on version that they play on the radio and stuff isn't the best, but I think it could be. It could be. It could definitely be worse. Have y'all not heard of Trina? Look back at me and like uh, my neck, my back, like all these <laughs> other songs and the songs that I can equally make the point that the songs that a lot of guys make now are saying the same things just about women. Yeah. So why is it so bad that women are saying the same things about guys? And I just, I thought that, I thought it was fine. I thought the video was definitely tasteful. They could have been real raunchy and real nasty with it. And I thought the video was cute. Like they included, you know, different female rappers, different female artists. Um, yeah, I thought Ky- putting Kylie in it um, was a marketing scheme at its finest. Um, I thought that was smart of Cardi to do that. But uh, I can't, I the, the guys that are, that are showing like you gotta come down and then too at the the a lot of points that i was seeing about it was um like who are who are young girls supposed to look up to (laughs) so i guess you know i don't know if it's because the the with the internet and social media nowadays that that all artists are more accessible by children Cause you know, back in the day, you didn't if you didn't listen to the radio, if you didn't listen to the radio, then you may not have heard certain artists or certain lyrics. Like you know, I didn't necessarily hear like Lil Kim until I was around certain cousins, or like you know. So I may that may have a lot to do with it too. Like the censorship is a lot different now, but other than that, I people got to calm down. Just don't play the music around the kids. <laughs> like fine. <laughs> The kids going to hear it regardless, man. Yeah. It's like, well, let, let, let's, people got to be realistic. The kids going to hear it, but it's like, it's not going to destroy. It's funny, though, because the same people, when you bring up the fact that, oh, all these male rappers talking about gang banging and selling dope, it's like, well, it's only entertainment. You know, they know it's not real life. But when you bring up this song, they're like, oh, what are, they, what are the girls going to look up to and how are they going to think? They all going to be thoughts and they're all going to have OnlyFans. It's like, okay, how is it one way for the men, but the other way for the women? Yeah. Like, it, it's all, if you want to argue it's bad, then say it's all bad. Like, all yeah. modern rap is bad. Yeah, yeah. But they want to pick and choose and say, oh, the, the whole empowerment song is bad, but the selling dope shit, you know, that's just real life. 
It's like, okay, man, whatever. Yeah. And I, I, I will go out on the limb and say that as equally as I love my city girls and my, like, you know, that type of music, I also want to see, I think we've made this point before, that we've talked about this before, but I also want to see people like Rhapsody and those type of people. I wish that those type of people also gain as much attention as the pretty girl rappers do, you know? So... <laughs> I, I agree, but I have to say, I know you mean that because I think you are the type of person who would actually listen to Rhapsody, but yeah. I feel like most people only bring her up to bring down <laughs> the Cardis and the Nickies <laughs> and the City yeah. Girls and say, hey, y'all, I don't know about you talking about but Rhapsody. That, Why are y'all blaming this WAP song? As, as much yeah. as people bring up Rhapsody whenever like a WAP song come out, like she should be fucking the best yes. rapper, best selling rapper of all time because that's what I'm saying. Like that's I when I realized you know, I everybody listened to Rhapsody at all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, that's I wish her promotion and her machine was just as big, or you know, it's probably better that it isn't. Honestly, like let's, I don't want her to have to make a pop song to sell. So, but you know, nah, she's doing what she want to do, man. Yeah, and plus, you don't always have to be on the radio. Like, who cares about the radio? I, I feel like the record yeah. labels own the radio stations anyway. They do. But, yeah. like, who? Like she's doing a very good job of what she's doing right now. She She's well-respected. She got songs. She got a song with Jizza. She got Jizza on the song. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who, who, who all outside of Wu-Tang got Jizza on the song? So she's a <laughs> very well-respected MC. So yeah. that's, that's all that matters. It, who cares about if the song ain't on the radio or not. Exactly. I agree wholeheartedly, man. Um, so let's get into some topics. And we also probably going uh, to bring up some other things just to get Jasmine's take on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do want to know what y'all thought about the long-awaited versus battle between Monica and Brandy, one that fans have been asking for basically since this entire versus thing started. <laughs> Um, I'm hearing it did not live up to the hype. I'm hearing the energy was kind of weird. There was some passive aggressive little low key disses here and there. Maybe <laughs> there was some weird poetry reading in here as well. <laughs> um, but I didn't watch it cause the rockets were on. So <laughs> like, I, I, I just couldn't, but Shit, you should have watched you- it because they lost that damn game. Yeah, I, that, that yeah, it would have been a better use of my time to watch the Monica and Brandy because my blood pressure shot up to the fucking roof watching the Rockets lose that game. Game six, I believe it was, to the Thunder. Yeah. But they, they inched it out in the end. We'll talk about yeah. that bullshit later, though. But I do want to know what y'all think about the Brandy and Monica versus. Um, Figgy, we'll start with you this time, man. What were your thoughts on it? Um, um, I enjoyed this uh, versus... But I would probably say this is the one versus that really mentally drained me throughout the whole oh, week. Wow. Because I, I was seeing people arguing back and forth on who's better, who's who's worse. Some people saying Brandy better. Some people saying Monica better. Some people saying um, Brandy is fake and Monica is real. And, <laughs> and um like it was never in it this was like the versus battle that was never no middle ground. Like it was either Brandy or Shitty. I never liked Bloods anything from her. Yep. And Monica was good, the, the better. Or either Monica was shitty, Brandy was way ahead of her. It was never any middle ground. But um 
the versus battle, I th- I thought it was pretty cool. I-, I will say the energy was a little weird. And again, on social media, people were saying how, you know, Brandy seems so fake. And see, yeah, Monica, that's the energy I'm on. And then I see other people saying Monica energy was um was weird and Brandy was she was the realest one in there. It was like this <laughs> this battle really divided black people <laughs> on social media, <laughs> man. But um uh, as far as the battle overall, man, I think it was I thought I thought it was cool. It was good to see them two together. It was good to see them two being recognized. But um if I had to pick a side, man, I feel like I feel like the energy towards Brand. I, I feel like Brandy's energy was better. I, I just, I, just, I felt like she was in a jolly place. She was smiling. Monica seemed like she didn't want to be there. Honestly, maybe you know I don't know how much they get paid. Maybe she was just there for the money. But it seemed like she ain't really want to be there. It seemed like she really wasn't rocking with Brandy. And um, to me, to me that kind of threw everything off. So I, I don't. I think. I think the last time they say they saw each other was like eight years ago, eight, Damn. nine years ago. But um, I just, it, it was it was kind of a weird battle, but the music, I, I thought the music was phenomenal. Um, yeah, they, they both got hits. <laughs> Shit I forgot about. But um, I, I thought it was a cool battle. But the only thing, man, is just social media, man. People was... People was taking one side or the other and going back and forth and like, oh yeah, I would never listen to Brandy. She she seemed fake. It's just like, man, like who, <laughs> who cares at this point? Like if if they both good, they both good. But that was pretty much that was pretty much the battle. Yeah, that's kind of the reaction I heard too, man. Uh, but Jasmine, of course, we got to get your take. So n- number one, who who were you pulling for before the battle, and well, what did you think about the battle itself? Okay, so number one, I would say that I would go for Monica just because I've always been more of a Monica fan. I think Brandy, I cared for Brandy more so in the acting world more than her music. Um, and two, hot take, I didn't care about this battle. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just <laughs> didn't care. Like. <laughs> Brand, they had already talked about this for so long and like this was so drug out. Monica had already spoke about how she was not interested in doing this battle. So my um my first thought was how big was the bag? Because <laughs> all, that's all I saw on my timeline too was that she just didn't seem like she wanted to be there. And you know, I can't attest to it because I didn't watch it, but it just everyone said that she just didn't seem like she wanted to be there that um brandy was so pumped and just so excited and it was just really awkward and really weird and then um the picture that i saw after the fact um monica wasn't even touching brandy like brandy had her arm around her like giving her a hug and stuff and monica like had her arms to her side it would just look really weird and i don't know if that was an edit i hope it wasn't edited like you know a photoshop pic but i don't know i just I'm glad they did it and and did it for you know the, the fans that that really wanted to see it. But I personally I, I didn't care either way. And uh, mm. I'm, I'm yeah I, I'm sorry I I'm sorry I just really <laughs> didn't care. And um I don't know I just always thought that Brandy was 
it well to me like the the blogs always made it seem like Brandy was just so bitchy to Monica, but in this in this battle it seems the other way around. So I just mm-hmm. I don't know, and I don't care. Like this this is so mm-hmm. the boys' mind happened so long ago. Yeah, yeah, like that. That was so like I don't know why people are like number one is that song a classic? The yeah. boy is mine. Do y'all think the boy is mine is a classic? I I do because of this. You know, okay. I do because of because of what it created, but I, I I don't go back and listen to the song. Like it's very rare that I go back and listen to that's the nineties tune that I go back and listen to. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that song is one of the songs that you play during the nineties R and B set. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's a bunch of ni- it's a bunch of nineties R and B song that still be played today that mm-hmm. you don't think about. Oh yeah, oh I forgot about this song. When you have to say, oh I forgot about this song, or oh yeah I remember this. To me, that's a that's a certain playlist you go to. But you know, you got certain songs, certain rap songs that still play, and you don't even realize it's been thirty years or <laughs> twenty five mm-hmm. years since that song was released. Like that's to me like the Tupac song we played earlier. Yeah. Like you don't even realize how long ago that song was because you you are still here at some point. You know what I mean? And it sound kind of normal. It don't sound like it was way back like it's outdated. So yeah, yeah I think I think the boy is mine is one is one of those songs that you hear during a, a slow like a <laughs> R and B playlist, uh, a nineties R and B playlist. I don't think the song is bad, but I always thought it was kind of overrated, maybe because it was just played nonstop back when it came out. But I always feel like the long-awaited uh, collaboration between artist songs are always disappointing in some way. Um, Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston, when they finally made a song, I forget what he's even called, but I don't even remember it. It was kind of just here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Disappointing, considering they are both legends and some of the greatest voices ever. Um, Who else? TGT was kind of disappointing (laughs) as well. All these niggas getting together. Uh, Who else? Uh, Levert, that other one with Keith Sweat. What was that shit called? Uh, That group, uh, My Body, LSG. LSG, yeah. Yeah, My Body, (laughs) Over Your Body. That song was good. Actually, that album was okay. That might be the exception. (laughs) But like the Michael Jackson and, and Janet Jackson song, I like that song, but it was seen as disappointing too. Yeah. Like the long awaited collaborations are almost always it's, disappointing to me. Yeah. So even Jay Z Nas, the first collaboration yeah. from them, Black Republican. That fucking Black Republican, that was an awful song, man. <laughs> the, the second one on success was Success like was hard, yeah. Yeah. But that one, yeah, it did not work out. So yeah, but yeah, this this was man, this this battle was weird as far as like social media, man. Like yeah. you had people break it up, you had people break it up. Monica White shoes, that was hilarious. <laughs> no, so she had these weird ass sandals on um, during an old video. Uh, I forgot what video it was, but like just Google the sandals, white uh, Monica White sandals, but. Um, yeah, people was bringing that up. It was hilarious. She actually was bringing up uh, Monica driving all crazy and killing somebody. Like it, it got dirty, man. Oh, no, that was Brandy. Brandy, <laughs> oh, Brandy, who, yeah, who killed somebody right. in real life. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just this was a unique battle because we we seen a bunch of battles where people you know had their favorites, but this one it was it was just like I like Monica, I fucking hate Brandy, 
or mm-hmm. I love Brandy, I fucking hate Monica. Like it's it was never like any middle ground where it's like, oh yeah, I'm a I think Brandy gonna pull it off, but it's gonna be close. Or I think Monica, I think she got more hits, but Brandy, you know, she can do this. She gonna stay in the game. It was like even at the end, at the very end when it was all said and done, you had some people like, oh, Brandy blew her out the water. And then you had somebody else like, whoo, Monica swept the mop the floor with Brandy. It's just like, <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't understand what people watching. Now that I think about it, like was Brandy and Monica like the beginning of the hive and the stand wars for R and B? Because I know we talked about that with rappers back in the day. Yeah. But as far as artists go, I don't remember anybody saying like being brandy or monica type like whitney houston and mariah carey maybe but not even to that extent yeah people like both of them though it wasn't like it wasn't like they was going against each other one versus the other yeah so but i'm wondering if that was like the birth yeah because this whole thing because it's all with monica and brandy it's like a pick one Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to me to me i feel like they somewhat the same Uh, monica a little more hood she she made more you know hood music or um Brandy was a little more clean, but I feel like they was similar. <laughs> I feel like they were similar artists. I just feel like a lot of Brandy's love and appreciation came from her TV show, which in retrospect was a shitty TV show. But that's another <laughs> <on> topic. <laughs> that's the other so. thing. That's the other thing that kind of drove me nuts because a couple weeks ago everybody was praising Brandy for Moesha. Mm-hmm. We had all this Moesha appreciation. And then when his verses came, people was just shitting on Brandy. I'm like, yeah. damn. <laughs> One week they will love you, next week they will fucking hate you. That's how social media <laughs> is, man. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, oh, oh, of course, uh, Monica brung up um, C Murder. <laughs> oh, they, they she's play, still trying to free him. Yeah, they played. brought him up on the verses battle. Yeah, they um they actually played a little set. You know, they had a DJ set. That's that's the other thing I kind of don't like about the versus battle. Now it's like an event. It's not like the mm-hmm. Instagram. Let me log on Instagram real quick. It's like a yeah. whole DJ event. It felt like I was at a club. But anyway, um, yeah, they they played a little bit. Rock. They played the um ride for my niggas or what? What's the name of the song? Yeah. Down for my down niggas. for my niggas. Yeah, they played that. They played a, a little piece of it. And she got up out her seat and started dancing. And mind now, you, my, my was this, huh? Was she talking about free C murder while she was playing no, the this song? No, this was no. Nah, she, I think, she, I think she, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. I'm just making so, sure. I, I think I it was like a DJ blend. They was blending something, but oh, okay. Ended up playing that song, and she like stood up and like you know, kind of danced a little bit. But then she kind of <laughs> got into the you know, you know, um. And she mentioned how she was single for like eight months. She threw that mm-hmm. out there. So I, I, I guess that because the rumors, you know, she got rid of Shannon Brown mm-hmm. because the RC murder is about to get out. But, um, yeah, she she pretty much saying they working on trying to, you know, get them out and shout out to all the people who helping and all this other stuff. I, I got to. Have y'all discussed that? We I was going to bring it up again. We did talk about that. Um I recently reread some of the facts about the C murder case and I have different thoughts now, man. Uh-oh. I kind of feel like maybe they should keep that nigga in there. Oh, really? Oh shit. <laughs> because look, the thing, the, the person who got killed at that club with his entourage present, that was a 16 year old kid. 
and he was a fantasy murderers. And apparently he got killed because I guess he was trying to approach them, ask for an autograph or a picture or something. And they felt like he was getting too close or something. And I guess they might have thought he was somebody else. But they beat this kid to death, man, and shot him. And see, murder, if he didn't do it, he knows who did it. And he wouldn't give up that person. So they threw him in jail and put everything on him. That's wrong. But I also feel like, especially given, and Master P knows this too, man. He talked about this shit. Like, the things he was doing at that time, people people he was hanging around. He tried like, to get him out of that knew. life. Yeah, he was, he-, he was heavy in that life, dog. He wasn't an innocent victim of police wrongdoing here. Like, he, he was in the streets like that, man. So I kind of feel like, I'm not saying he shouldn't be freed if he didn't commit the crime, but I feel like this energy could be better used for actual victims who were just wrongly accused or wrongly sentenced. And just not just because they a rapper and Monica fuck with you that in Monica friends with Kim Kardashian. And now there is this sudden refocus on getting you out. Like there, there's more deserving people to get out. I'll be honest, man. So yeah. that's kind of where I sit with it now. Yeah, I but. think I think if if they actually got the person who did it, where it's like, hey, yeah. this person actually did it. Here's the proof. Then I say, you know, look into it. But if it's not a thing where he not speaking up, he not saying shit, and he know, and you know, it's like, hey, he didn't do it, and nobody get you know punished for the crime. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. Unless they got somebody who actually did it that can, mm-hmm. you know, do the time, then. So yeah. I heard that. Well, I saw that, you know, they have a couple witnesses that recanted their statements because they lied yeah. or whatever. But I just find it, if, like you said, if he if he is worth, uh, if he didn't do the crime and this is, if, and that's what he, they locked him up for, then absolutely free this man. But. Um, like you said, Master P also, it being his brother, came out and said that he was involved in other stuff. So I think um, it's a slippery slope on both sides. I think Monica, it looks, it looks, it it's hard to say um, without feeling like woman shaming mm-hmm. <laughs> on my behalf. But um, it's just the timing is really weird for me for for yes. this. Um, it's very strange. Like, not to say that there's anything wrong with it. If he if he doesn't deserve to be in jail, then he doesn't deserve to be in jail. But um, just the advocacy all of a sudden for him. Now that she's suddenly um, single, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. And everyone lives their lives differently, and everyone has different morals. But I would feel as though if you really felt that you know this man was um, was committed of the wrong crime all these years regardless of you having a husband or not like regardless of you being romantically involved with this with the murder or not you would still always want you know still always seek his freedom i i think i mean i can understand yeah. someone's i can understand i guess husbands maybe feeling like you need to leave that alone but at the same time if he if he was innocent if he was innocent then he's always been innocent. yeah, so, yeah. i i don't know it's just it's just weird yeah, the timing I, is off. It's weird. But, yeah, you know. I thought that was crazy too because, she, like, I think the the part that kind of bothered me was C murder pretty much saying that's my ride to die. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one thing if she was saying free murder <laughs> since the incident, but <laughs> shit, I forgot she even talked to C murder at one point. 
and she actually and huh. I had forgotten about it. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, I I'm cool with people moving on. Like she, you know, she don't have to sit there and hold him down like that. But it seemed like when it's starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, then she kind of like come. It's kind of like the old bitches come out of nowhere when they, you know, see shit about to start looking good for you. That's and there have been several of those too, like yeah. that have been coming out of nowhere talking about and that have pictures with him and different stuff like that too. So it's just I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I, I thought it was, it, I thought it was a little strange too, but I mean, if he feel like that's that's her his ride to die, and Kim Kardashian is his, his guardian angel, it's like all right, all right, bro. Yeah, it's weird, man. And and like I said, I forgot some of the stuff he was doing at that time, but I also forgot there was a video of him like just spraying a chopper in a club, man, like just shooting the club up with a bunch of people there. And, and and shit like that, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like there are more worthy people to get this kind of attention than somebody who was heavily invested in that street life. I'm not, he he probably didn't shoot this kid, but I'm sure he shot somebody at some point, probably. Man. That, that so, volumes to, to his own brother, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I feel like Master P, when he initially spoke out against, or not against, but towards Monica, it was out of a place of frustration and anger. Mm. But then at the same time, he came back and backed it up and, and even said, like, this is family business. I feel like he it could be very conflicted because, yeah, he loved his brother and want him out, but he also know his brother ain't changed. Yeah. So, you know. Very, very strange situation there, man. So It would be a crazy year. They family the best, for sure. Yeah, it would be a crazy <laughs> year if he get out <laughs> this year. It would be, man. Uh, fucking, but who knows? Anything's possible in 2020, man. I don't yeah. discount nothing anymore. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> by anything else that happens this year, man. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how shit goes, man. Um, so other things we could touch on real quick. Um, shit, I guess we'll go here. The how do y'all feel about these? I guess they're not new accusations, but they're resurfacing accusations about um joe budden uh, allegedly beating on his ex-girlfriend tahiri uh, and she's speaking out about this recently and of course people know joe budden has a, a very public uh dispute with spotify um they are no longer spotify exclusive now because they have some business 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 disagreements um and if you want to check that out there's a bunch of clips and him talking about this whole situation but uh, yeah, very. I do agree that timing is weird, but at the same time, I don't know who follows him and didn't know these types of things because they had been pretty heavily publicized when they happened. As far as women alleging, you know, Esther Baxter uh, came forward and said that she had a he caused a miscarriage for her and all this stuff. So, what do y'all think? Because I see different theories. I see some people saying. Well, he should have never had a platform anyway because he's been several times abused of domestic violence. But other people are putting on the kufi and they're saying, you know, this is a, a plot to bring the black man down because <laughs> they see him making moves and speaking out against the machine. And now they're trying to bring him. They're trying to do him like they did Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was trying uh, to buy NBC. I didn't even think about it from that point. <laughs> Damn. So what what do y'all got? We'll we'll start with Jasmine, who's after speaking for all women here. So I hope you're ready for that responsibility. 
but <laughs> what, I, uh, I didn't even think about it like that. The simple fact that because uh, I definitely followed the Joe Budden podcast closely and paid attention to his his dealings with Spotify, but I didn't even think about it in the fact that he's trying to do something different or, or bigger and better for for ultimately the culture. So I don't know. I do think the timing was weird. It's it's a slippery slope because I mean, I hate to say that I'm a, I don't want to say I'm a Joe Budden supporter when you when you're talking about his personal feelings like that, but we we all knew this. Like I, I think, and not to shit, not to be um, you know insensitive to Nigiri, but these are all things that came out a long time ago that that you know that we have in the public at least dealt. They, they've already been dealt with in the public, in my opinion. I don't know. Um, I didn't get to watch her full interview. So um, the little bit that I did see, I, it seemed as though she was going in more detail. So that may be the, um, the, the fact that the wild factor for some people. Um, but I I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I just think it's, it's the timing is interesting. Um, I, I don't know. Even in the article, the article that that I read or the article that was posted, um, it said that they, she was asked about Vata and then she went into, um, you know, dealing with Joe. So I don't know. I would have to listen to the whole story to have a full, full opinion. But I just think, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're not new to Joe, you know that this is, this is new, new accusations for his character. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Figgy, what do you think, man? Are they trying to bring the black man down? Um, it could be. I, I haven't thought about that until you mentioned it, but um, that could be something. But I think um, Joe actually addressed this in his last podcast. I want to say is um, yeah, uh, his last podcast. But he pretty he pretty much denied everything she said. She said uh, what Tahiri said that he broke her nose and, you know, went through a whole bunch of stuff like that. And he pretty much denied every single thing she said. He, he said that she got her nose broke by some dude in a club. And um, he got the call from her saying to come down here type of thing. And he, he mentioned how he sat in the hospital with her. So um, he pretty much denied everything. I don't know who's lying, who's telling the truth, but like like we said earlier, we this is this is his past. I mm-hmm. don't I don't think he's like that right now. It seems like he's in a better he he's in a better space. Um, I guess he do a lot of therapy or did a lot a lot of therapy. I don't know if he's doing drugs still. And I don't think he's on pills anymore. Like I think he yeah. may have been back then. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was he was pretty wild back then, like uh, a lot of drug abuse and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think uh, he he also mentioned she probably doing this just to you know get a little more. I don't want to say views, but trying to get more in the headlines. He uh, mentioned how their relationship was it was cool. It it wasn't they wasn't in like a bad place. Where uh, I, he mentioned how she, he, I guess she hit him up not that long ago to um, buy a mattress. I guess she was slanging mattresses or something. Mm. So um, he said he was, you know, he pretty much called her toxic. 
he pretty much says she she liked to fight dudes, mm-hmm. which you know we kind of we kind of know that, but he pretty much denied everything. But um, yeah, man, I, I kind of don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know, but it it, is, it could it could be a thing where you know they're trying to plant these stories. He he, uh, Joe also won off on the dude who did the interview. But I, mm-hmm. I guess apparently they um, Joe knew the dude and they had like a small type of relationship, and mm-hmm. um, dude didn't even give him a heads up about the interview or anything. So um, yeah, yeah. If I mean, if y'all ain't hear the rant he did, like I w- I would say you know check it out, and you know check both of the interviews out. But yeah, it's it's crazy, bro. Yeah, man. And as usual, I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. You know, I don't think that Joe Budden is this crazy woman abuser who just beats women for no reason. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he did put hands on her. But I wouldn't be surprised if she put hands on him, too. And I'm sure it was a mutually violent relationship. And. Yeah, those those type of things you just got to end as soon as possible. It, it is very weird because we think about the fact is like Tahiri. I'm not saying this excuses anything Joe Budden does, but she owes her entire career to Joe Budden because when he, I remember when Tahiri first came out because I was watching Joe Budden TV on YouTube. He had a YouTube series back in the day. This is like yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, and he had a YouTube series and like everybody will be asking who's that big booty Latina in the back cooking <laughs> or doing whatever she was doing. Like in the comments, everybody was asking about her. So then eventually as the episodes went on and these, this shit, if you can find it on YouTube, look it up because you got like early Drake there too. Mm. Young Drake when he first came out and <laughs> Joe Budden was a big fan. So very interesting uh, YouTube series. He was ahead of his you time, man. He really was him and Soldier Boy. They were on top of this shit. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, looking back, like yeah, the everybody was asking about her, and she started appearing a little bit more and more. And after a little bit, she started getting her own magazine covers and <laughs> getting in more videos, and she got a whole lot of exposure just off of that Joe Budden TV YouTube series. <laughs> so yeah. very, very odd uh, dynamic there. Um, and yeah, this is something that happened so long ago and we weren't there. So we don't know. Hard to judge off that. Um, yeah. So it, it, I don't know, man. I'm not saying, look, if Joe were going to get canceled, he would have been canceled. You know, he's done a lot of shit in his past that he's owned up to some of the fucked up things he's done. So if he were going to get canceled, he would have been canceled a long time ago. He probably would have got canceled before the Spotify deal even happened. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think he'll be fine. And no matter what platform he chooses next, he'll still be successful because the fans are loyal and they're going to stick by him. So it is what it is. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get Tory Lanez out the game. Yeah, I, so. I, I do think a lot of people don't really know his past as much because it's a lot of people that, that think he's just this angry guy, this angry media guy. So maybe it is some new people that – had no idea because I even forgot about the Esther Baster stuff. So um, maybe it is some people that you know t- had no clue. But he, I mean, it's to me, it's not like he the same. I don't think he the same person. I don't know him personally, but I don't think he the same person now. It's 
It's one yeah. thing if he was still that same person from, you know, years ago, 10, 15 years ago. But I don't think he, I think he in a whole different place now. Yeah. So, you know, it would, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not condoning what he did or if he did it. But I think once you change your life and, you know, you're in a whole different space, it's hard to sit there and, you know, bring up the old shit. Because if if that's the case, man, you might as well bring up some of these pastors, pastors, preachers, or whoever that mm-hmm. whoever changed their life and say, "Hey, remember back in '88, you used to do this." Yeah. Or so um, I th- I think he's in a better space now. I think it would hold a whole lot more weight if Sin Santana came out, yeah, and said something like this, yeah. But she never did. She never accused him of being violent. I think she said he was emotionally abusive, maybe, but never physical so yeah i agree man it's one of those things i do think the timing is weird though because i do remember this happening to charlemagne too oh you know, yeah. if you remember he was HBO getting did. yeah he, he was getting HBO i think hbo did. or showtime i forget yeah that i think, I think he had a, yeah he had like he was a, getting a showtime show yeah and right before this thing was scheduled to air the rape allegations came out <laughs> and then the show got canceled it was never even seen yeah so yeah, the, the the timing on these things is very odd to me. It always seems to coincide. And like I said, I'm not saying this means they're innocent or guilty. They could be guilty and it should come out at some point. But it's very odd that right between right before they make a big move or do something that shocks people and goes against some kind of corporate corporation, it comes out that, oh, remember he beat women? Remember he's a rapist? It's yeah. like, uh, okay, you could have yeah. said this a long time ago. Yeah. You could have got him out the paint before he even got here, but this, whatever. This kind of remind me. I feel I feel like the show Scandal is so real, yeah. because <laughs> because they if you watch Scandal, they go through the same thing where they try to plant something on somebody so they could mm-hmm. drop out the race and all this <laughs> uh, leak these pictures and um, leak this person cheating on his wife and all this other stuff. I feel, I feel like that shit is real. Especially in it the is. industry, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Especially in politics, too. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if somebody probably paid to hear you or something to, mm-hmm. you know, do this interview. And she got her own Spotify deal. She gonna have yeah. a podcast Shit. coming out soon. Probably, man. It's probably not even that. They probably say, "Hey, you want to do this interview and talk about this for twenty thousand dollars?" Yeah. And you know, just to you know, make sure he don't get nothing else. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if Tahiri still has her OnlyFans up. Mm. I wonder if it's worth looking at. (laughs) All right, y'all. We got a very special guest joining us today. Um, You know, we've been we've been trying to boost up, uh, of course, uh, all all black creatives in the Houston area, and we were doing it first, by the way. All y'all new new people trying to jump on the wave of racial. Unity yeah. and all this stuff and promoting black shit. We've been promoting black shit since the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> man. So we we ain't riding the wave. I want let, let me make one thing clear. We you know this. We never we only had one white person on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and that was Fred yes. Davis. And that ain't feel like a white guy type of podcast either. <laughs> <laughs> we have always been a pro black podcast even before it was cool even before the nfl started doing it even before all these major corporate organizations we've been doing it since the beginning man and you know we like to get people on and promote what they got going on and and, and let people know about some of the talent we got in this city of ours 
And we have another special guest to that point as well. His name is Darnell HTX, uh, jack of all trades man. He is the, uh, the owner of Broadcast Houston, an online magazine. He's also an artist. Also got some events coming up this weekend too. Jack of all trades man. So we're very, very happy to have you on the podcast, Darnell. Um, first off, why don't you explain a little bit of your, your history growing up, how you got into uh, creating broadcast Houston, how you got into being an artist. Like, like take us through your background a little bit, bro. Okay. And I know we don't have like a, a two-hour thing, so I'm, I'm going to try to hit points, you know, <laughs> real quick. I'm too windy. Just cut me off. And it's um, a long, it's a long, I'll let you yeah. know, man, it's a long podcast, so <laughs> you're good, podcast. bro. As long okay. as you want to talk. Yeah. I don't want to bore your people, but I want to first say, I appreciate you guys for reaching out to me and Demon, the broadcast Houston platform worthy, you know what I mean, to even broadcast on your platform uh, to your supporters. Um, but Darnell HTX, some people may know me as Dub D, as the digital DJ, started a DTR media group, still a LLC, it's a nonprofit. Um, how Broadcast Houston started. So I'm an artist first. Um, that's the Dub D side of it. A lot of people might even know I had an artist by the name of Young Ross. We used to tour Austin, San Antonio, Pasadena. Uh, we had a few songs and did some radio intros for 97.9, things like that. And so um, high level, I don't like paying for stuff. <laughs> or I should say, I feel like when people pay for stuff is either something they don't know how to do, don't want to learn how to do, or they're too lazy to do. So, I mean, a lot of that's not me. So, like, I'm going to pick up a camera. I'm going to pick up editing software. I'm going to try to mix and master. I'm learning to do DVDs on how to sell them. I'm going to know the business side. So um, that's the part of me that just likes being real inquisitive. Love the arts. All of the arts, I just feel like I love creating. So I guess the, the creative before the term, like you say, a lot of people would jump on the way. So before the term uh, content creator and YouTube, you, pay for it. Um, you know, that was me. So uh, basically that's the broadcast part of it. And I'm like, man, like you said, it's a lot of dope people doing a lot of dope stuff that are not millionaires don't have a million subscribers. And, you know, like I want to meet these people, you know, personally. And, you know, I'm, I'm really like a, not such an outgoing person, you know what I mean? Like you probably see some stuff and think I am, but um, I guess the camera kind of opens that up. People are more um, inclined to talk and, and speak about their life when a camera is on rather than, okay, it's my business card. Okay, I hit you up one day. So yeah. that's the short version of that. Okay, okay. Um, and we see you got an event going on this weekend, man. Why don't you tell us about that a little bit real quick? Okay, so- um, Who the hottest in the city. Out. <laughs> Say it again. Who the hottest in the city? Who the hottest in the city? <laughs> um, been playing this again. This is almost like a retarget. Um, some people that are maybe maybe they they knew what we were doing back uh, with the BH Awards and the BH 100 and everything. Um, lessons learned. A lot of lessons learned from that. And so we have who the hottest in the city. And uh, it, it is what it is. And um, this is just the event portion. There's another portion that's gonna come um, actually right after the event and it's gonna be coming back with the charts. So people might say the list. And uh, we have eight, I'll say we have eight charts with four lists on them a piece and it's a top 10. So it's like 32 
different top 10. And like you said, you have your podcast or your media, your okay. uh, philanthropist, PR artists. We're breaking it down between R&B and pop and hip hop and everything. That's real fun, um, you know, and, and having the people come out and tag and everything. But the piece of that we want actually to uh, what we did before was we had a chart and we said, hey, man, these are people that's working. You know, you get background flag. Nobody's going to love everything. But we say, how about you all come out and meet each other? And we want to uh, do some interviews and we want to support some, uh, you know, minority owned businesses. We want to have some performances. And uh, we have a pre- our biggest platform is YouTube, uh, always has been. And the other thing that I like to tell artists is YouTube is just like Spotify. So you get in front of our camera, we put you on our platform. That money doesn't come to us. You're, if your songs are registered and copyrighted, that gets caught by YouTube and you get paid for every click. So um, that's just like, say we have 15 or 20 artists and all of them are promoting the same video. And then you have some businesses. And I think a, a painter just contacted. We have some live painting behind the artists. And so all these people are actually, we're, we're forcing people to support each other or even open up a gateway using a platform to where local creatives can. We have people from New York and, you know, Baton Rouge and they're contacting us as well and uh, want to see, because we have a Houston platform, but it is nationwide. I want to say our most highest, I think we have a couple of videos past a million and that's uh, Benny Siegel and Chris Brown. You know what okay. I mean? So like, it's not even Houston people that, you know, or whether, so like I said, it's, it's really broadcasting live from Houston uh, yeah. rather than just, okay, it's just Houston, but like we are in tune with the local scene and what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I got a question. You mentioned the lists, and as an artist uh, growing up in Cleveland, people used to always try to put out these lists of the hottest, the top ten hottest artists in the city. I just want to know how many death threats you got in the DMs for not putting them <laughs> on the list, because I know with artists, artists, a lot of art, you are artists too. Artists could get real cocky and get real in their feelings if their name is not on that list or not in the top 20, top 30, or whatever it is. So um, how you feel about, <laughs> I guess, how is it as far as, like, people here uh, when it comes to the list? Do you get a lot of angry artists or saying, oh, this list is whack and all that? That's a good question. That's <laughs> a very good question. That's that's a part of the retargeting <laughs> process that we did. And I, I can speak on it a little bit, but to answer the first question, yeah, I'm gonna beat you up on site, and you know what I mean. That there's a little different, you know what I mean. And so to to back up, um, like I said, we didn't want to come back out with BH100 again because that was its own situation, and that was the online voting, and everybody got to vote. And I'm not sure if you all ever got nominated. Um, on it was the top 25 at that time, but it was uh basically live voting. If you click a uh, say I want to vote for Gems and Juice. And then you'll say, okay, Jim Zeus right now has 150 votes. And then they have 52% of the votes. And you can see what the other 25 were. And it was really just, you know, forget who's number one or two. This is a great way to get people. Like, I probably have cousins and great aunts that don't know I do this. So this is a great way to say, hey, I'm on a list for doing what I love to do. And you can get your people involved and say, hey, man, uh, look, Da 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 is uh you know they're on the thing and they they only need by five more votes to be number one. Just go and vote for them. I didn't even know they did that. Me either, but it's pretty cool. So like 
even if you never you, you made 15th every time or 20th every time you got to get your people and like this it's a website it was real nice and everything so it was um i we know that there are some other lists out there and we know how they can be subjective and biased and so we let 100 percent of the vote be fan voted like we didn't touch it at all and uh all we did was like post the results even with the screenshots like hey this person got the most votes and um you know you might have someone in the industry that's maybe a little more seasoned than someone else or maybe they thought they were too big to you know repost it or maybe somebody else that was up coming just went that hard and uh they would get more votes and you know all we did was display the results and I, it was transparent everybody saw that but Again, some people don't like, um, you know, I'm not number two. I'm not number, I'm, I'm number one. I'm the best in this. So uh, you get a lot of backlash and everything like that. And like I said, there was, I won't call any names and people still have us blocked to this day. And, you know, the crazy part is like, like I'm everywhere. Broadcast Houston is everywhere. So same people say, hey, I'm going to beat you up on spot. You're like, I always got the cameras. You beat me up. Like, you're going to beat me up on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but oh, oh, can I get an interview now? You know, same person. So you know, yeah. people are are different when it when it's you know, especially in the industry. Um, they'll do one thing on DM around their people, but when it's like okay, you're in front of everybody, and like I said, a majority of people love broadcast Houston because they know the spirit and the heart of what we're doing, and you got to be the broadcast Houston in front of all these people that, and, and some of the people that you love and that you support. You know they they know what's going on. You know what I mean. Some I still meet people today. Man, you supported us, man. man bro, that's familiar. Oh yeah, I was on one of your lists. So it's so great to be in support of somebody that I'm meeting a year, two years later. Yeah, and and people fail to realize too. Even if you're not number one and number two, you're still on the list, and that's pretty much bringing attention to you know what you got going on because i i think i was looking at your list of the podcast i'm like damn okay i never heard of this podcast and and i searched that podcast to check it out and it wasn't like the number one podcast but it was on a list so just being nominated it make a big difference definitely definitely we have someone else you got the lovely jasmine joining us too Okay, uh, limited energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so, so yeah, I lost my train of thought. Man, what the fuck I was gonna say? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember now. Yeah, I I wouldn't run up on Darnell, man. I don't think anybody else would either. Because I'll be honest, man. You resemble Jay Prince a little bit. Really? So just a little bit, man. That's the first thing I saw when I popped up. I was like, dog, we got Jay Prince Jr. up in here. So <laughs> just, just me. Just That's me personally, I'd be like, I, I don't know if y'all can or something, but I ain't gonna take that chance. My no, no, no. I mean, I've interviewed the whole rap. We've done, uh, like, I said, like just just YouTube broadcast Houston, and I mean, you, you'll, I mean, I think Jay Prince Jr.'s birthday party did like three hundred thousand views. It's still going up. We got private dinners, and I mean, we like. There's probably if I have not filmed someone in Houston. Like I said, this in another, like they probably haven't reached out to us or maybe they're just too booked and busy or, or whatever it is. But I mean, I want to say we've probably interviewed or, you know, done an event with just about everybody. If we haven't supported them, their people have. I was like, hey, when the, the tags are real. When we say tag your people like we're actually looking at, at people and what they've been doing the last month. Definitely. And that's probably the best way to do it. You know, uh, so long in hip hop, there was all these payola lists 
where the <laughs> hottest person, the hottest artist in the city would be somebody the label paid for, somebody an artist paid for. And like it would be very, very basically jig like that, you know, to get rigged. But, in I a mean, way. did you all see the six nine and Ariana Grande? Thing? Exactly. Where, it's from the top. I mean, so I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. I guess it's it, I feel like anything is anything it's like a business the ceo like the people are going to ceos gonna hire vps like him vps gonna hire you know managers like him so end of the day billboard's been doing it like i said i, I know a lot of insider people or whatever like people you say going platinum in 2020 not going platinum yeah. and you know that the record label will buy so many units or, or whatever it is to say okay this person will platinum so give them this award this person went platinum so mm. you know, they should get five hundred thousand a show and you know at the end of the day, I'm just like this. If you paying for all that stuff, how much money did you really get? Because yeah. I mean, in the day, people you buying views, but like something I YouTube pays. So mm. he's spending two hundred dollars to get a hundred dollars back. He just lost a hundred dollars. So I mean, I guess people fake the funk, but like all our stuff is organic. It's been organic. We've been in the streets, and um, that's how I feel about that. But I mean, I'm not knocking anybody that says, "Hey, you got to pay for a war, pay for a list, pay to get on a mixtape." I mean, so I mean, some of the stuff that we do. Okay, yeah. man, like we're providing a service. So we're actually going to film you and, and get you know this great audio quality and everything like that. So you're really paying for a service. The list, like you can't, you you never you had to do the work. Like this, there's no substitute for doing the work. And um we're not going back with the voting because there um we found out later in the game that uh people found out how to rig it. Mm. And which is which is a shame. It's, it's just yeah. a shame yeah. to pay for votes when you know i mean like if that's if how you, if you got a, a a thing on your mantle you have a, a, a you know you pay for that and then that that really you know how but, can you be proud of that man being yeah, number one if you I would, paid for I it you still, i mean at the end of the day in your quiet moments you know you pay for it but you know at the end of the day the like you said the list were for you might not have known 25 other than if y'all interviewed each other if one podcast reached out to another podcast that they wanted to work with and network with the list was worth us doing it, you know, but we're mm-hmm. doing the top 10 now. We're just really month by month. OK, what have they been doing? What is this artist? What is this entrepreneur? What, like I said, like we got 32 categories. And so we're looking at who promoters spending their money on to make money. So it doesn't, doesn't take too long to see who's the hottest, you know, yeah. I mean, who, who's getting views, who's and you can pay for views. But we, we know when you're paying for views, it's, it's things that we can tell. And uh, who, who's people investing their time and money in? Mm-hmm. Very true, man. Um, and I also like what you said earlier about um, uh, how you're forcing people kind of to work together and collaborate. And I think that's very much needed in Houston right now. Um, I, we're, I don't think we're Atlanta at all, how they collaborate and boost each other up. Um, I've heard from other artists who kind of think the same way. They think that, you know, People in Houston, a lot of people are kind of haters or got their own agenda, don't want to work together, don't want to collaborate, and they feel like they got to move somewhere else or use some other platform to get on. So how, how do you feel about that, man? How do you feel like the collective creative energy is in Houston right now as far as working together and bringing each other up? Is that getting a little better or is it still kind of kind of, kind of strange energy going on? So I'm on the inside. Like I said, I, I filmed it. Like I'm filming and the crazy things like I'm filming all this weekend. I just filmed some last night's little Jeremy show. I'm filming a OTB fast lane and I'm doing mine on Sunday. I think I'm going to film some later that Sunday too. So I'm out here. So Houston, 
I hear a lot of city, like I talk to a lot of PR managers and, and people like that, and they say that's the same in every city. And, um, you know, I, I've watched interviews of Atlanta and, you know, like I said, they'll they'll be in the same studio and, hey, I'm going to do this, do this. And they, they'll share producer credits. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, they in the studio, hey, you ain't got to hit my manager. Like, let's just do this. We'll figure this out on the back end and everything like that. I think a lot of that stuff stems from, well, I think business in general stems from who you actually are and whoever you actually are, it actually, you know, resonates in, in, in the business you. And maybe people have been burned and said, I did their favor and they just went and put that track out and didn't give me any credits or whatever like that. So, you know, first you never know what somebody's went through. Um, what I see is, and I have seen, I still, I still see small clicks. I do. We have small clicks, and so you, you gotta to get in. You gotta do certain things. I said it comes from the top, right? Yeah. And um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the solution. Well, what I feel like the solution could be, but I feel like they are kind of opening up. If that makes sense, the circles are kind of like getting wider. You know what I mean? But there still are small clicks. Now they're different, and we're talking music because I saw you pay you all deal with music. So music wise i mean let's just look at who's on the top of houston right now and these people came up in their own they toby didn't have to network with megan to network yeah. with travis like they really carved out their own lane so obviously if you're going you've been to 48 states doing interviews and you've been on a grind you're not about to just do a free feature with somebody that just started yesterday. It's understandable, right? Well, I think people talk about like the networking and everything. It comes from like two people that are, man, y'all are right there. Like y'all need to get on thing, but maybe he claims red, he claims blue. Maybe they're on the different side. Yeah. Maybe their music doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they're big homies or whatever, you know, don't, whatever. And so, like, I feel like that's a cancer. You know what I'm saying? If it's just politics, you can't make money, anything. I, I'll say, like, I don't want to speak on stuff I don't know, but I feel like the whole entire Houston, and I think there's a post on YouTube right now that says, if Trey and Zero did a song together tomorrow, it'd go platinum. I think yeah. a million people will buy a Trader Truth and Zero Ray just because of how long it's been yeah. and, and everything. You know what I'm saying? And I had to learn like almost the hard way. Like I said, I'm, oh, everybody big happy family, but hey, man, Trey can't be in the same place as Zero. Oh, mm -hmm. sorry. Didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's politics and, um, you know what I mean? Hopefully, like, we can understand, like, you don't hate a person forever. You know what I'm saying? I always think about it like this. Like, like would, would Trey attend Zero's funeral? You know what I'm saying? If he died first or, or the other way around with Zero attention. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it's a lot of street stuff. Like, I, I stay out of that. Out of politics, I stay out of that. And I'm really about the unity and everything like that. And so yeah. once it gets there, that's when I start refunding or, okay, I'll just remove you or you block me. And you know what I'm saying? Because this is all of this is not the spirit of what broadcast Houston wants, but like, if it just can't be in a unity, at least there's no war. Like, okay, these pe his people shooting, his people shooting. So like, if you ain't, for whatever reason, if it's just bigger than life, I understand that. But you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, 
just make sure that it don't resonate in the streets. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about that. On the solution, I feel like the people at the top are at the top. And I feel like the people that want to be at the top, uh, lack of better words, is wide open, ready to get raped. And like, as long as that's you, and you know if that's you, you know if you're hanging around people and you're going to do whatever, you know what I'm saying, to get where you think you should be, which is where they are, and you might have a whole other path that you should be taking. And so there has to be an alternative outlet, and I feel like that's where Broadcast Houston comes in. Like I said, if you got, if you're independent, you registered your music, and you get on this Labor Day Festival right now, and we're doing it for the low, 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 low. low yeah. You know what I mean? And you're 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 gonna get basically a music video. Like I said, we don't just shoot with the camera. We we have like professional audio sound. Um, you're gonna get on our platform, you know what I'm saying? Which, like I said, all these big celebrities on people are watching our channel. Um, if the thing goes viral, you're gonna get paid from the song that you registered. And then you're getting to meet all these people. And like, so right now we're not even charging. So bring as many of your supporters as you want to, to come in that we're not even charging your supporters come watch you perform. And so like, and that's just, that's just part of it. You know what I mean? Those are the five things that we're just offering to say, hey, just come and do it. Come one, come on. There's no red tape. There's no politics. You ain't got as many subscribers. You ain't got to be connected with this, that, or the other. It's like, hey, do you got a song that you feel comfortable performing live uh, without messing up? Come through and let's see what you got. And that was wordy, but yeah, that's, that's it. No. That's it. <laughs> No, that's really insightful, man. Honestly, like this, that's a lot of stuff that I had heard about, but never really got confirmed from anybody who had really been out there. So no, I'm really glad you you shed light on that, man. And I do think that's one of the main problems now. Um, you know, the the clicks and, and and there being so much beef. That that's why I miss Pimp C, man. I'll be honest, dog. <laughs> I feel like Pimp C was our Gucci main. Pimp C was our Master P. He was a guy who would bring everybody together and say, I know Gucci Mane got beat too. So I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, think they're yeah. too similar. He was the OG. But yeah, they, they, they brought people up. They, uh, they, it was very, very unified under certain people who would make sure, you know, when Pimp C made knocking doors down, you know, that did change the energy. You know, there was so much beef between rappers. And now since that's gone, like you said, Trey and zero, I don't think they ever going to be cool at this rate, man. Unfortunately, that hurts. That hurts. Great music man. together, man. That music, like people are still playing that. You know what I mean? I wonder if DJs have memos like, "Hey, don't play that track with they together. They don't want to hear that in the club." Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? But um, it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it makes some great music. Together. Yeah, and it's really unfortunate because it's kind of like even creating risk between like even the radio stations, both of the hip hop stations. Yes. Because you you know obviously Trey can't go to ninety seven nine a box, and it's kind of like you know it's kind of dividing the city. Honestly, it's like they making you pick a side. Like if you working with Trey, then you might not be able to work with you know zero. Well, see, and, and that's another yeah, that, that's another reason why like I, like when you say non biased, like I know a lot of media outlets out there. Like like I said, we didn't interviewed everybody. You see what I'm saying? We supported everybody. Um, Zero got an award at our last Broadcast Houston Awards. 
the one prior to that relief gang, Trey and Rogers mm-hmm. got an award. And little Kiki's got one, K Reno, SBC. And like I said, so that's another divide that maybe you haven't even spoken on is if there is such thing, New Houston versus Old Houston, and a lot of the OGs, again, like I hear all the, you know what I'm saying? People won't DM other people and tell them how they feel. They'll DM Broadcast Houston and say, yeah. hey, man, this is how we feel about this. So, you know, the old heads will be like, man, like they're not paying homage, this is that and the other, like the new media outlets and now like we built this city and, you know, wouldn't be nothing like it. And, and, Youngsters, man, they ain't they ain't putting us on records. They're not showing love, man. They they not trying to show us the way. They're not trying to pass the toys. They just trying to hold it. This is that and the other. And one thing we did, and like all this stuff is political, right? And like I really came in as really wanting to support my people. So mm-hmm. I really got whoa, dang, I didn't know y'all felt that way. So I'm maneuvering, I'm 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 maneuvering in a different way and trying to be as cautious as possible, abiding by the rules already set there. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm about this unity. So like I said, we was built from the underground. So, of course, like the majority of our wards were like for like the upcoming popping people. But I've had an OG. Well, I'm not top 10 on that list. Well, okay, well, this is really, but I don't care about that. I'm top 10. Like, they ain't put in the work I put in. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But like, hey, we have like like the legendary, what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll give them, what do we call them? We call them, um, like I said, Roll flips 25th. Uh, say we gave flip one last, so like flips 25th or whatever, lifetime achievement. So we yeah. talk, so we'll have these. Hey, this is the hottest young female, or there's nothing. Hey, this the hottest female, this hottest male, because a lot of female, and I think that that is true. Let me shout out to all the females in Houston because, like, mm-hmm. the DJs to the artists, like, I, I want to say Houston that the hottest female. I, I feel like we on top. And everything, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to mention B, Travis Scott, Megan. <laughs> like, you want every category. I feel like we on top. Toby, if you want to go hip-hop. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you got the DJ Shantae's. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of different dope females we have in Houston. A lot of females have supported us a lot. It's a lot of dope, you know what I'm saying, females. And so we do the male and female, too. But to go back where I was, um, we'll give out, hey, this is the, you know what I'm saying, hottest young rapper coming out. And then we'll backdoor and say, hey, this Lifetime Achievement Award is going here. So we didn't brought out the old school paying homage to them at the same time. Okay, the new school got they on awards too. And, uh, you know, people still had something to say about it. They, they, they shouldn't have that many awards. And mm-hmm, <laughs> they, they yeah. shouldn't have that many awards. You should make it even. So you're not going to please everybody. And I've had a lot of people just hit my phone and say, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Because we didn't have one last year. And with COVID, man, we were thinking about a virtual award show, but I'm just not sure. But we're going to see. We're going to run these lists again, and we're yeah. going to see if the people want it and how interested the people are in it again. And uh, we're just going to go from there. What What's some of the um, criteria you look for whenever, you know, building up this list? Because that's another debate we always have. You know, people. some people like to just look at the numbers. Some people like to... S- you know, actually judge the song saying, hey, this person actually make good music, but the number's not there. What are your criteria as far as um, the music, um, finding an artist and even even like podcasts or um, shows? What are the criteria you look for when building the uh, building up a list? OK, so one. So the, the new thing, we're going to introduce all of this. So you get exclusive um, radar. So we will have a broadcast Houston radar. Like I'm not going to speak on it. Cause 
If I say I'm doing 100% of all the picking, or if I tell you that this one now and the other one is on my selection committee, you're going to go and try it or that can be bought off. So that's going to remain, you know what I'm saying, on the low so it does not get corrupted. But there will be a legitimate broadcast Houston radar with stats and, you know what I mean, that, that we're going to keep. One, we have to know who you are to, to get on there. So um, if you qualify as, you know what I'm saying, a person is just going out with a with a cell phone and interviewing people will not qualify as a podcast. So like I said, we have different definitions for what different things are, what a media personality versus an entertainer. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And so we have these different categories. And like I said, a lot of these things are like learning probably, I think, one was like, hey, man, we're, we're not we're not a media outlet. We're a da-da-da-da-da. We're, we're FM radio. And so, like, we have all these different, you know, like, learning processes. But, like I said, a lot of that stuff, I don't mind chin checks. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it when it really comes from somewhere genuine. But, like I said, we have taken all this stuff into account, of, you know what I'm saying, into account. And so we're going to um, have the radar after the radar. So we're going to do this monthly. And um, monthly, we're going to go last 30 days. What have you built? Oh, that's fine that for the last 30 years you've done this. What have you done for the last 30 days? And um, you know what I mean? Numbers don't lie. So mm-hmm. if you didn't use numbers, you know what I mean? So numbers is part of it. Consistency is definitely part of it. We've always tried to remain as we, we've always tried to remain as transparent as possible when it comes to the selection. You can look at last year. I don't even say it was, I won't say it was 18. And if you go back and look at who won the awards, it's Toby. Look at him now. It's Megan. Mm-hmm. Look at her now. So we got a Megan Thee Stallion interview right before her mom passed. And oh, so damn. like they, they can, you know, people can knock whatever. And we had, you know, uh, Lil' Jeremy and Chucky Trill and OTB Fastlane. It's like they, they weren't on the the big they, – they weren't on the Cal Wayne, Dobeezy. You see what I'm saying? But, hey, these the – look at them now. So, I mean, people can knock our list all you want and, and, and go back to DJ Shantae and, and it's a whole bunch of different people that, that want things, wired ups to D-Bandos and, and, and XOs and – like, look at where they are now. You see what I'm saying? And um, it's just like, we're not, we can't, If I feel like it's a disservice to Houston and us and a person if we give somebody an award and they quit the next year. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But a lot mm-hmm. of people, if you go back to 17 and 18 and you go look at those lists, man, you're going to see a lot of people that's still pushing and, and probably on the top of their game now. And that's another thing. I didn't even think about that. Y'all just jogged my brain. Hmm. Why is a list, why is a broadcast Houston list relevant? We actually out in the streets and we've actually been doing this for a few years. So this is not my homeboy. And I mean, I've, I've had people that's like, man, I thought we were tighter than that. Mm-hmm. Numbers didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like my mentor didn't win small business of the year. You know what I'm saying? And, and somebody got upset that they didn't. I'm saying, if I was going to cheat, I would have gave it to this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody know I'm connected with this person. You know what I mean? And really just tried to make it 100% fair. And, it, and it's not just me. You know what I mean? And and I, I take all the flack for it. And I'll tell people, hey, man, if you feel like that person ain't dope, you know that person DM. Go tell that person they suck. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we're not that person's messenger, manager, PR, nothing. So, I mean, if you feel that way, do it this year, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, coming to the media, like, we're just broadcasting facts. So, 
I hope I answered the question. <laughs> no, that's the, I mean, honestly, man, like I'm, I'm really proud of what you're doing. Um, you're making it as fair as possible. Um, I, I really think that's part of the solution into helping bring Houston back together. You know, mm-hmm. uh, of people play favorites all the time, but if you're fair, if you're unbiased, if you're saying, Hey, this is what the people voted for. This is what they chose. Like you really can't argue that. So yeah. now I, I hope that's the future, man, because I feel like a lot of hip hop back and especially up North was very gatekeeper ish where, you know, you had to be cool with Funk Flex for him to play your record uh, uh, yeah. to, to break your new artist. So, like, it was very, very gatekeeper-ish where you had people at the top who would you would absolutely have to go through. And now it's more so, like, so, organic in this era. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, broadcast users by no, you know what I'm saying, means is the gatekeeper. I don't say we're on top of nothing or anything. Yeah. Like, you can check numbers, though. I mean, you, you can get on YouTube and look at some numbers. But at the end of the day, I feel some of that still is in play, you know what I mean? And, and with 97, still on the top of, you know, yeah. so a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what people want to be. But I mean, YouTube and Instagram and mm. Facebook have opened up this new world to where like, I just really feel like if an artist has their mouth open, ready to get some shoved down it, like you an idiot. Cause you could have took that same yeah. amount of money and energy and grew I mean, you want to look at a Toby. I mean, this man, every Sunday, dope video with the lyric video and everything. Yeah. Every Sunday, if you make your mind up, and I think he said he was going to give himself, I forgot, you know what I'm saying? But he's going to give himself so many months or whatever to do this. And if it don't work by then, that's fine. But I'm about to give him my all. I'm about to put all my money, time, and energy into doing this. And so he has such a solid following. First show ever where like he's asking white old music hall to, you know, give me some more space is sold out and, and going up to Minnesota and places like that on some positive, not just stereotypical rap. That's that's amazing. You see what I'm saying? What Megan did without a major is amazing. What yeah. Travis Scott did. Who was Travis Scott? I remember, like I said, no cap. Like I remember like it was some 937 fest or whatever. And, and Wayne was uh, it was it was a nice lineup. And, you know, so Lil Wayne was there when Travis Scott performed after him. Lil Wayne performs a lot of people that left after Lil Wayne performed. Like, who was Travis Scott? Like, so we, we still filmed the whole thing and everything like that. But now look at him. You see what I'm saying? And, like, a lot of people didn't even know he was from, you know, most city of Houston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, that, that's a whole different lane that's paved. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just – it is what it is. And, like, you don't need – it is not – I think YouTube and just 2020 is not mandatory for you to have a radio to be successful. Very true, man. Very true. And like I said, like you're doing it the right way. You're being as unbiased, as fair as possible. And I think that should be the future, man. Hopefully that sets a precedent for, you know, Houston to be more collaborative and work together. Um, so we don't want to hold you too long, man. But one thing we no, do I do. I mean, it's, it's a Saturday. Like I said, I, don't, I really don't, like, I'm making flyers. I, I haven't, I, my phone hadn't, you know what I'm saying, rung for any flyers to make it. <laughs> we can talk. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't do a lot. And really, like, I stay, a lot of people knew to be in the H and the logo. And so, oh, yeah, I, 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 I kid you not. I'm literally, and so our last 18 broadcast Houston Awards was right before like Astroworld, Travis Scott Festival. And we filmed that whole okay. thing too. And like, so I filmed that and then like it's people at Astroworld. You the dude, da 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 I think I saw you, da 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 And I'm like, wow, I'm out of hole. It's, it's 
hundreds of thousands of people out here. Yeah. But it wasn't Gavin even was out there too. I know she's listening, but she was out there too. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, shout out, Travis. Hopefully, he he brings the Astro World fans back. Probably not because of COVID. But yeah. one of the other craziest thing, it was like I think Meek Mill had like an after party, so we're shooting this or whatever. And like I want to say, it's like this white dude and this Chinese dude, and they was talking, and then they brought me in a conversation. Like, man, I just came from this thing. It was the Broadcast Houston Awards, man. Like it was. They're talking to me, right? Mm-hmm. Man, Zero was there. Little Flip was there. Da 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 da. This is that. Other audio. It was bands and everything. I'm like. Yeah, you know, like that's uh, that's my company. No, nah, no, nah, you ain't listening to me. It was so dope, it was so dope. And so this mm. person is telling me literally about something I created, but I really would have it no other way because, like, I it's not about me, and I didn't start this to be a gatekeeper. What, like, for real? Yeah. Like, I was just excited that people deemed an award for me worthy. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, they care about this list. I'm really just supporting people and and like i feel like a lot of people didn't care until a lot of eyes got on it mm-hmm. but to me it wasn't even about all the eyes it was just really support so i'm just loving the support and then once a certain person ain't the number they want to be then you know that, that's how they feel about it but uh salute to everybody even if you hated it man like i mean it is what it is like your people know what it is you know what it is and um you know what i'm saying we're retargeting it's all yeah. i'm saying it'll, it'll be bigger and better that's dope, man. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure things will recover soon. And and yeah, we're going to be back on it. And that's another thing, too, that brings it up to my mind. Uh, I do realize that people, some people don't give validation to certain projects and events until some big names get involved. And I kind of feel like we all got to do better in that regard, too, man. Like, don't wait until the big cosign to support your friend or support your family, support somebody you know who got some projects going on because like er- everybody needs that love and support, man. And-, and if they blow up, you can be one of the people who said, I knew broadcast Houston or so-and-so or Jim, did you, whoever, like before everybody else knew about them before they got all these big guests on. So yeah, we all got to be better about supporting our own people before the big cosign comes on and, and it, it legitimizes it, I guess. But, yeah. So uh, one thing we'd like to do with our artists is we do like to ask them uh, their top five of all time. But since you're very Houston connected and Houston centric, uh, we want to know, man, who who are the top five rappers in the area or artists, period, that we should be listening to or keeping an eye out for? You mentioned Toby. Toby doing his thing now. Uh, he blowing up real big, too. But uh, who 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 are the top five people you think right now that he, we should be paying attention to that maybe haven't gotten the mainstream love yet? Oh, and Houston only. And see, and I've always asked this, and like depending on this, they're gonna say I'm biased. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, so like the like I really feel like I've like already mentioned names, and because you know these names, like you, it's pretty evident you know so i think the only name i hadn't probably mentioned is like a maxo cream like he's really yeah. you know what i mean like up there up there man it's it's a lot of talent and i don't want to say people think i know every event every artist every you know, like i don't you know what i mean like i'm every i try to be as many places i can but there, there are different i want to say clips at different lanes at different fan bases man it's scream rap there's man it's it's some hot Mexicans that are dope right now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? One is signed to uh let's say Young Dolph and you know what I'm saying, like Sauce Walker and the whole yeah. TSF and um 
man, like, I really feel like the city know. And, like, if you don't like somebody, you know what I'm saying? I, I said the little Jeremy's and, you know what I'm saying? I didn't say the, um, you know what I'm saying, OTB Fastlane is doing yeah. his thing. Gonna be bloodbath. I mean, like, I feel like Cal Wayne is like an OG. I feel like Propane is an OG. I feel like mm-hmm. Dobies is an OG. You know what I'm saying? Can't, That's crazy to say like, Propane an OG, man. Like, it made me feel old as I hell. Mean, like, I remember when he first I came like, out. No, <laughs> I feel like him and Killer Kylie, I feel like their music is so mature. And I don't want to say, oh, yeah. like, I don't even know how old these dudes are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we might be the same age, but like, that mute that's hip that music is so mature you know what i'm saying it's different and like it's still jams on some like i feel like they are like true true hip-hop you know what i'm saying that the music they putting out right now is really really hip-hop um I, i'm i'm not about to let you ask me a houston question without mentioning <laughs> little kiki yeah. big pokey you know what i'm saying <laughs> little o's and paul walls and slim thugs and like zero is still you know what i'm saying i think he gets most for booking if you mm-hmm. want to talk you know what i'm saying about like okay who gets paid the most per show um you know what i'm saying little fl- i said i said a lot of names i like we already know you know what i'm saying what it is let me not forget esg like if yeah charge to my head not my heart you know what i'm saying like everybody been on the list you know what i'm saying what it is like k reno super underrated yep. spc that whole movement super underrated um you got to ask me a more specific question. Like, that's too broad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too broad. Like, overall, I, over, you just said overall, man, I like 3,000, man. Like, I grew up on Outkast. Like, Andre 3,000, um, just ridiculous, man. Like, I just really heard him and Erica Badu put out a song, and like, I'm like, are you serious? It don't make yeah. any sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course, the two parts are big. Um, I don't think you can deny Snoop. Um, yeah. I like E40. You know, okay. What I'm Controversial like E40 pick. Okay. I like, <laughs> um, I like, man, do you have you like, I'm saying, I'm saying, bar for, I'm saying, like, and so when you you asked me the question about do you just look at numbers or like, we just talking bar for bar creativity, like, you know, that style when it comes to like you, like, that's yeah. corrupt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's too many to name. I can't, I can't, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Man. Yeah. I don't know. I, but, I mean, I, if you give me a specific question, I can. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. the same way. That's why I can't really choose, can't really decide on the top five too, man, because it's too many factors, and that's why that whole top one hundred list was goofy to me. Because I'm like, what are you basing this off of? Is it more of who you like or sales or what? So, yeah, it, it, it's kind of a, a played out debate. We do like to play it and, and see where our uh, our guests are at and see if any of them are. Uh, jay-z stands like i am so i got a poke <laughs> oh yeah i mean yeah. i mean jay-z Nas, Eminem, i mean they spit yeah. they spit i mean the, like so one thing so like if you want to ask me what's right below numbers is consistency you can't knock a man or a female that's been consistent if somebody's done something for one month somebody mm-hmm. has been done it for 10 years this person got 10 years of work to do just to be compared to this person you know and i'm talking yeah. about 10 successful years so you can't not consistency and everything after that is just really like, you know what I'm saying? Wordplay, breath control and, and all that type of stuff. You know? So we'll do it like this. Who, okay. I ask you this. Who is the all time King of the South? This is, this <laughs> all, is your headline right here. All, all time King of the South. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
You know we're going to make some Chris headline point out of this. Be the king of the South. Anything else said, watch DJ <laughs> Screwed. DJ Screwed king okay, of the South. Okay, okay, okay. DJ Screwed. <laughs> no, no. And, I, and I, say, I say this because, and I say this because, like, so I'm watching this documentary on, on Netflix right now, and it's hip-hop uh, culture, whatever, right? And they're going to Memphis and how they got started, the whole Kronk and John, and, and you know what I'm saying, and Luda, and, and every – and like for real like and even with cash when master p done was impeccable you see what i'm saying and like and cash money this man from, from what i understand from what i understand dj screw like i'm in my house right now right mm-hmm. he literally made these tapes all night like he Whoever want to come in here, well, okay, youngster, or, you know what I'm saying, like you dope, or you know what I'm saying, three, two, or whatever. Like y'all come through, Hawk. I'm just gonna let y'all do whatever, yeah. right? Just <laughs> do whatever. Y'all sip some lean, y'all get how y'all do whatever. Y'all fall asleep. I'm gonna wake up, and I don't. Y'all just off the top of y'all mind. We finna rehearse this or nothing. I'm about to blend. I'm about to chop. I'm about to. I'm about to do all these effects and everything. Tomorrow morning, I got to tell people that I am only selling these tapes from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And I'm not going to sell tapes anymore. And like tapes, you at the dub. This is mm. not I don't know if you had like a tower like it is now today. <laughs> and he hand right, like, and for like, I don't know how much he was charging for these tapes either. But like it's a, they, had, they had to make him get the screwed up record and tapes. People yeah. came to screw how, and like I said, like this ain't. I'm about to pick Lil Wayne and Juvenile. These are the hottest people in New Orleans, and like not saying a little Kiki and everybody was not the hottest in Houston at that point in time, but yet and still, that's just like saying Wayne, Juvie, Turk, BG, y'all come in my house, y'all finna freestyle, mm-hmm. y'all can go home. I'ma do whatever to make everybody want to hear whatever you said while you was high, and then just mm-hmm. sell that. Until today, when you got ASAP Rockies and producers and everybody yep. to this day screwing <laughs> up vocals and the world is screwed up. When they said, like, the world is screwed up, like, you, I mean, you tell me, you know what I'm saying, who else has had a bigger, def- on some, you know what I'm saying, like, what I did and yeah. impacted a whole world. Like, you tell, like, not even the king of the South, like, music. Like they screw up EDM, you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so, I, I mean, if it's debatable, just I mean, who? If D, if DJ Screw is not the king of the South or the king of just like, and I'm not knocking what happened in the '80s and you know what I'm yeah. saying, Rock the Mic, who started hip hop and African Bambada and all that. So I'm just want to say like, like I, I just want to say he screwed the world up. That's all. Good pick, man. Good pick. I honestly, I, I would agree. I would. The only person to me who could compare is probably Scarface, all time. But yeah, DJ Screw definitely good pick, man. We respect that. We love that, of course. We all screw heads over here, so yeah, most definitely. That's what man. I said. You, you and I said, you asked me a specific question, right? You didn't say the <laughs> best lyricist was. Okay, you didn't say. I who said the king. Me who yeah. I felt. The king of the south. Was. Yes, sir. All right, man. Really, really enjoy this conversation, yeah. man. I uh, think you got something to say. No, no, no. I'm good, man. I was going to 
thank you for hopping on with us, man. We <laughs> appreciate this a lot. We got to have you back on sometime. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, check out BroadcastHouston.com. And where can we find you on social media, Darnell? Man, everything broadcasts. I, I make music as well. You can just type in Darnell HTX. It'll surprise you what I'm putting out. But um, broadcast Houston everywhere. Um, YouTube is the biggest outlet. Of course, we love those streams that help us do what we do full time. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, even though so I'm not even doing this full time, but that's another thing. That's all other conversation. Hmm. But anything broadcast Houston, broadcast Houston is spelled regular. The um, actual festival, um, who died us in the city's hashtag WHITC. Um, just get on broadcast Houston YouTube. That's where the whole thing was streamed. We actually have a couple YouTube channels, one dedicated to the, we didn't even get into R&B, and I know you all are mostly hip-hop, but we yeah. have a whole R&B, like, you know what I'm saying? Just check us out. We got, we doing views, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Kiki Wyatt and Kirk Franklin and uh, <laughs> her, and you know what That's I'm cool. saying? We, we do a lot, just do too much. Much for me to say, but just type in somebody you haven't discovered. You, you, you'll find who you love, and you'll discover somebody you haven't, and, and you'll love them. Yes, sir. Everybody follow Broadcast Houston. Subscribe and like on YouTube. Um, check them out. If, if you really anybody who wants to know about the the artists going on, and, and yeah. it's very very or important even, thing. Or even independent artists, even independent artists, reach out. Yeah. So definitely yeah, glad just, you're mean, doing. We want DM away. Yo, no, I'm sorry, but we we answer DMs. Like, how, how did you all get get touch yeah. me? Yeah. Like, we DM. answer <laughs> yeah. DMs. So don't think because we didn't interview Boosie or Yolanda Adams that like so I mean we like we just check in you know what I'm saying like for like we one DM away all the time yeah yeah man really glad to have you on great discussion like you said we got to have this again we got to do this again man we got to run this back because <laughs> very very good insight on uh because we, we don't really be outside like that man I'll admit especially since the pandemic going on <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's good good to have you on up. I, I do what I can yeah yes sir so yeah, appreciate it, Don. Pre- appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you again soon, bro. Speaking of OnlyFans, we never we never did talk about that. This happened last week. I wanted to get into it, but it was too depressing to talk about anything. <laughs> yeah, fun. I'm glad we saved so, this. Yeah. So I want to know how y'all think about. There has been a uh, whole revolt online. A, uh, <laughs> a slut. I don't know what you want to say. Fucking revolution going on. There is a protest. There's boycotts. It's like the Host of a rights movement going on right now <laughs> between uh, OnlyFans creators and OnlyFans itself, sparking after uh, Bella Thorne, um, who I don't even know what she's from. I keep hearing her name, but I didn't know what she did. But apparently, she was on some Disney show years ago. What's her name again? Bella Thorne. Yeah, she. It sounds like a porn. A porn. It artist. does. Yeah, porn star. Like a Bella Danger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I keep hearing her name. I didn't know who the fuck she was, but apparently she created an OnlyFans account um, as supposedly as a uh, she's doing a documentary on OnlyFans and this kind of culture and what it does to people. So as a, uh, I guess, research for the documentary, she made an OnlyFans account and charged like a hundred bucks for a picture of her naked. <laughs> which wasn't even a picture of her fully like she was naked technically. So <laughs> technically it was a nude pic, but she covered everything up with her hands. Oh, uh, 
So it was basically something that could have went in a magazine that could be sold on store shelves. <laughs> but she charged a hundred dollars for this picture. And apparently she got like two million in a week off this OnlyFans account. Damn. Because you got to subscribe and then you got to pay for the content behind it too. So oh, do you? Okay, I never. Maybe, yeah, I never. Okay, knew let, that. let me let me explain OnlyFans real quick because so do you are you subscribed to somebody? I, I, I did some research for somebody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was eight bucks, man. Come on now. Uh. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's basically built to kind of it's kind of built for scammers, man. Because number one, when you get on somebody, when you look up their page and you can't see shit but their profile picture and they got like a bio of what is supposedly included in this subscription. So you're really just going off of either you got to talk to somebody who's already subscribed to it. Yeah, you going in. Which means you got to have like some kind of pervert fucking horny group chat or something. (laughs) You literally going in blind. Yeah, you going in blind. And what they do is, number one, your subscription only lets you see the posts, but they have other content that they send through the messages that they can charge up to like a hundred bucks plus to view. And you get the message in the DM, but you can't see the video. And it says pay a hundred bucks to unlock. And since your bank account is already tied to OnlyFans, all you got to do is press a button. And then you can see, oh, you know man. how niggas are when they're horny. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, fucking, you'll fucking do, it, it's yeah. nothing to click some shit. You yeah. don't have to see your bank account. You could do that shit by accident. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I think what happened here was a lot of people were requesting chargebacks because you can do that. You can go to your bank and say, hey, I didn't authorize this. And they have to give you your money back. Yeah. So they're getting a whole lot of chargebacks off of Bella Thorne scamming people. And apparently they made changes to OnlyFans to where you can only charge so much for the messages and you can't you can only get paid at the end of the month instead of like every week or some shit. Mm. And these women were fucking outraged at this white woman. So she messed up everyone else's hustle from her. Basically, yeah, she ruined the bag for everybody. Wow. And they're very upset about it. So... What do you guys have like what I don't even know how to phrase a question about this, but <laughs> what do you guys think? Like, do you guys think that this OnlyFans culture is dangerous or or do you think that because I, I feel like celebrities will keep on using this more and more now that they see how easy it is. I heard Cardi B started one, too. I doubt she's going to put anything like too freaky on there because she's yeah. too big to do that. Yeah, it. Re- but, I heard it originally started for like um, it wasn't even like a sex thing. It was not a porn site at first. It yeah. was mainly for like people to like fitness instructors. Yeah, to sell personalized workout routines and shit. It was like a secret access chef. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And like some people for people, basically, it's for celebrities too. For people who like exclusive content and behind the scenes videos and shit. Mm-hmm. But then I guess women found out you can post anything on there. Yeah. And then that's when the porn stars got on and the everyday women just trying to get some extra money started, you know, twerking and playing with dildos. And then that thing blew off. Yeah. So what do you guys think about this whole OnlyFans culture, man? Do you think it's 
a good thing? Do you think that celebrities are ruining a a a, a, a way for women to get money? And Jasmine, would you ever start an OnlyFans? I think we asked you this before, but we I want to know your opinion. To, now. We were supposed to Can research it. Can you screen record? Can I screen record what? Yeah. Oh, this right, right now? Oh, uh, uh, OnlyFans? Yeah, like if you're watching someone's OnlyFans from your iPhone, can you screen record what you're watching? Well, uh, the the videos do get leaked, and that's one good thing about it. That's one good thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can the, the stuff. The, look, man, this one girl I've been following for a long time, Persephone. She's like this big titty black woman, but she fucking teases on all her Instagram videos, and she charged one hundred bucks. For a nude picture, man. She finally went. It was a big deal, dog. Wait, what's her I'm name? Too plugged into the fucking this bullshit, but it was a big deal that she finally let the titties loose, and she charged a hundred <laughs> bucks for it, man. So of course that shit got leaked, and of course I watched it. But they they be scamming the hell out of people on these apps, man. So that's this right, stuff does yeah. leak. That, yeah. That's my only thing. I wouldn't. I just don't feel like it's that secure. It's not secure enough for me to start an OnlyFans. I know well, people that have started OnlyFans to do other things though. Um, so yeah, guys, I think that might about do it for this edition of the podcast, man. We like to thank Darnell HTX <laughs> for joining us on Broadcast Houston. Uh, check out broadcasthouston.com, follow them on social media, follow them on YouTube, check out their YouTube channel for dope new acts coming up and also crazy events they got planned. So Check out Broadcast Houston YouTube. Subscribe to it, like to it. Also, check out Tab Tech, Tab Tech, T A B T E C H. If you want a new phone or phone case, check that out on eBay or on the. Uh, I might have to hit him up used. too, man. My, my phone, my, I might have to hit him up. My phone been dying quicker than usual. Yeah, so my shit don't time. charge like it used to. Yeah. So <laughs> check him out. He is on. Uh, let me see where he is. Uh, he's on Amazon, eBay, Mercari, and OfferUp. Okay. So check him out, Tab Tech. He'll get you a phone, get you a case. We appreciate him supporting our podcast as well, so we paying it back. Check mm-hmm. that shit out, man. Yeah. Um, and Jasmine, you got anything going on? Anything you'd like to promote? Uh, not really. I've been DJing on the um, Common Interest podcast that I do. Um, more so acting as a DJ on there. So um, eventually, when I'm more comfortable, I'll start putting my mixes out um, so that y'all can stream them and listen to them and clean up to them and ride on long road trips to them, different stuff like that. But I'm just chilling right now. You can follow my social media, trying to promote um, different people, um, friends and family um, that I love and that I like on Fridays. So if you ever tune into my Instagram account now on Fridays, that's all that you're gonna see is me like posting a bunch of stuff, a bunch of um, events and people, clothing lines, different stuff like that that I support. Um, but other than that, yeah, just I'll be here on the Dimpton Deep podcast every yes. month <laughs> now at least. So. I'll always a delight having you, Jasmine. We appreciate your input and your takes on things. So very great to I have you, you on. Guys. We missed you. We did miss you. So glad <laughs> to have you back. And Figgy, you got anything going on, man? Anything cool? Anything? Uh, Figgy's world is Figgy's world still alive, man? What's uh, going on, Figgy's world? Uh, not really. I didn't want to make it too corny, man. 
<laughs> I, I, I felt like it was a good quarantine thing, but now it, it's, we pretty much not quarantine. We pretty much going on with life. So yeah. I ain't want to make it too cheesy, too cheesy. But I um, feel you, man. Yeah, but um, as far as what I got going on, I'm chilling, man. Just working. And um, we got a special guest coming on next week. Yes. So, um, yeah, shout out to uh, Deshaun Watson, who who got that contract, by the way, too. Yes. So uh, I think he got the second richest contract. Yeah. Um, first is Pat Mahomes, then it's him. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So um, his quarterback coach, Quincy Avery, be hopping on with us. Yes, uh, yes. And I hope now that you put it out there, I hope he actually joins, man, because I wouldn't even say anything because we don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to call his but. ass like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to make sure we get him on, man, because we done promoted it. So, yeah, shout out to Deshaun Watson. Shout out to the Rockets. They beat the OKC Thunder. And as of today, on Saturday, they beat the Lakers. So they're up 1-0 in the semifinals, I guess it is. So, yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, man. Are you confident? Dog. Here's the thing, man. I, I can't get too – you know how they tell players don't get too high or too low? That's yeah. how I am as a Rockets fan. <laughs> I can't get too high or too low because this is a very high and low team. One day they'll look like the best team in the NBA. The next day they'll look like the worst. So I'll, <laughs> I'm going to stay even keel. I won't get hype until it's elimination game time. Then yeah. I'll be hype. But yeah. I, I'm just trying to stay – I enjoyed the fuckery of them beating LeBron and the Lakers – but I know LeBron gonna bounce back, man. You yeah. know they always have an answer. Just, yeah. Just so. remember, man, LeBron lost the first game against Portland. Yes. And they whooped their ass in the next, what, four games? Yes. And so. he was part of the first team to ever come back from a three to one deficit. Yeah. So yeah, anything is possible, with LeBron, man. I ain't gonna yeah. count him out. Yeah. I'm counting Giannis and the Bucks out, though. They done. Man, whew, man. <laughs> man they might they, I think they gotta fire that coach, man. Yeah, he's gone. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. Doing My, he I think I think Miami gonna get to the finals, man. <laughs> I think if they beat the best team in the East, they have to. Yeah, I but th- we'll see, man. They're a tough team, man. <laughs> but we'll yeah. see, man. Toronto tough too, so we'll see what happens. But yes, uh, that was our mini mini sports segment, really, right there at the very end. Mm-hmm. So yes, big show coming next week. Hopefully, things line up like they should, and we're going to have a lot to bring. We're going to keep bringing it to y'all, man. I know we busy, and things been happening, but we're going to keep the content rolling, and we're going to continue to try to get dope guests for y'all, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, try to spread the love out here. So, if you got anything you want to promote, any, any local Black-owned businesses, let us know, and we'll <laughs> promote that as well. So, appreciate y'all for the lovely jasmine and for figgy fig check him out 10 to 2 sports radio 610 in the loop producing i'm ryan rocket and we out like my life warm my heart say tonight will be let this ride out